Hello and welcome. <laughs> you did it again. I did it again, man. I did it again. I'm going to do it every time. You say you're going to be upset if I don't, all right? I, this is true. Um, I did. I you did. did. You did. Welcome to episode number 18 of uh, Where's My Super Suit? With your boy Phony Toast, the toast with the most. Task one in the building. How you doing? I'm doing well, man. How are you doing? Oh, man. Um, you know, I, I, brought my, uh, I brought my tea today. I brought my carnage cup. I they brought did. some tea because it's going to be a lot of tea sippage. In this episode, Damn. a lot of tea, a lot yeah. of tea. I ain't, I ain't bring my cool. See, it's actually funny because I got a cool cup like right here with a skull and shit in it, but I'm put everything in here because <laughs> this don't have enough of the good drink. You know what I'm saying? This ain't got it. This ain't tea. This ain't tea, brother. This ain't tea. <laughs> That's right. black tea. That's Texas tea. Negro tea. <laughs> <laughs> Rose Cavassier. You There's know what a I'm lot saying? of that going on this week. Okay. Um, okay. Number one thing I would like to. Throw some immediate shade at the Damn. at Europe right now because they get to get civil war and they're already treating about it. You know, it's kind of funny that you brought that up because I I I didn't even want to talk about that. I was sad. That hurts my soul. You know, especially when you think about it. That you know we're gonna give it to them first, and you know. They tried to take America back from us. Ha! You gonna right? go back to? I mean, you know, I don't normally say you give losers in a war or shit first, you know, what I'm especially a movie called Civil War. Uh, Kick no. y'all motherfucking bitch asses I'm out. Saying. The right? British are coming. The British are coming. The British are coming. They you gave them our shit. Like, I mean, but from a business standpoint, I get it because they're trying to prevent piracy, oh. and I get that by giving it to most countries that don't like. I mean. Plenty of motherfuckers go up to different countries to steal shit, unlike, you know, the U.S., where we get the shitty... When you have a U.S. stolen version of something, it is the shittiest quality you could possibly fucking have. Agreed. You get that shit from somewhere else, Europe, Asia, Africa, that yeah. shit looks beautiful and crisp. Agreed. <laughs> and and that's why I, I gotta, you know, I gotta fall back. I gotta fall back. I'm seeing it Thursday. I'm uber nice. excited. I'm just like ready to go. Ready nice. to go. Next episode. <coughs> excuse me. Next episode. We you, are you seeing it this weekend? Yeah, I got a uh, my tickets are for Saturday because okay. I'm very seat specific. So I'm going over to the uh, Studio Movie Grill. <laughs> uh, with initially uh, was gonna go with my pops, but he canceled because you okay. know he be canceling shit. That's that and uh, you know I'm going with the lady. So okay, that's all right. Uh, me and the lady, we got. Um, her mom's coming up to babysit. Nice. You know what I'm saying. Nice. So nice. we're gonna go out there, have a little date time. Nice. She, you know, she goes with me. We go see superhero films together mm-hmm. a lot of the mm-hmm. time, especially before the baby was born. That's good. You know what I'm saying. So we're gonna go. We'll we got two seat. solo seats. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I like to arrange the movie theater like that. Because we went to studio movie grill with Deadpool and found the two solo seats outside. So I ain't got sitting. No, worry about nobody left of me, nobody <laughs> right for me, and nobody sitting in front of me. Right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, I'm right, right, perfectly cornered on the theater. Bam, I get Bam. to see a whole movie. See the whole thing. No see, problems. I'm making my stepdaughter move, go straight from school, go straight to the theater. We going, <laughs> no, she already knows what's going down. And she nice. got her little friends to go. So they're going to sit there and hold a spot for a brother until I get off work. You know what I'm saying? That's what's and up. And she keeps saying, she's like, well, go to someone says something, but you come out to the front. I'm like, I want someone to say something. Please say something. Please, please say something. I love it. I love it. A confrontation when I know I'm right. I eat that up. I, oh yeah. Oh, See, it's yeah. funny because say something. It's funny because I'd imagine because you're darker than I am, this and is my true. girl always gives me shit. She's like, "You get away with anything. Nobody ever says shit to you because you're fucking black." And I'll be like, "Look." 
if he worried about, I never worried about conversation. I don't even fathom the possibility <laughs> that somebody ever gonna say shit to me exactly. for anything yeah, that I do. You. you know what I mean? I'd be like, you. I'm pretty sure we <laughs> out here in the, in the we out here in the suburbs. Like, yeah. ain't no one gonna say nothing. That's why I told her. I said I almost wanted to happen <laughs> <I'd> be <laughs> because like I don't even fathom it myself. Like to the the idea of it, like it aroused <laughs> me. Like, oh, like I wish someone would say something. Like, well, I know. I eat it up. I eat it up all day long. So yeah. I'm excited. We're so ready to go. So yeah. next week, you Very should right. be expecting us to be like, oh my God, the whole time. Because it's already just review after review after review is nothing but A plus. Dude, it's already made $200 million. Yeah. It's that's already made money. It's pretty much already made its money back. And it hasn't even hit America yet. Like, yeah. it's beaten everything so far. I don't think it's beaten Avengers yet, but it's done. It's doing I think, well. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's right. It's right in it because well, the reason, when they did the first week of the higher grossing Avengers, which the first week of Age of Ultron was higher than the first week of the first Avengers, this is film, true. This is true. Uh, it was only two hundred nine. Oh, it was okay. only two hundred nine million. Okay, for the uh, for it was two hundred nine million domestic and like one eighty five um, foreign. It's gonna beat that two hundred million. Yeah. I remember they were first saying one fifty. Then they're like, all right, 160. <laughs> they're like, all right, 175. Now they're like, 200. Now they're like, we don't know. Like, And Marvel's done a really, really good job of mm. like promoting this. Like, This is all people are talking about now. Yeah. Like, it seriously. has some great promotional content for it. I mean, every, all the actors are doing... I mean, and you could tell... They're happy with the movie. It doesn't feel like they're doing uncomfortable promotions. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's one of the problems I feel with a lot of other uh, movies, and you know, not just comic movies, but a lot of other movies in general. Is like, you could tell when there's not faith in the movie. Yeah, when the characters kind of lack that desire to be funny, to kind of joke around with each other, mm-hmm. and in this one, you could tell they're having a ball. Yeah. They could. They've looked at this and said. This motherfucker gonna be successful. Right, right. This is right. a good fucking movie, and when you have that confidence in the actors, I think it's gonna reflect right. in our, you know, opinions of it as fans, because it's gonna be like, yeah, you know, you're gonna walk in knowing that this is going to be a good movie. Seriously, you and, know? and you know, it's funny because you know these people they've been they've been pretty much a family for like going on pretty much ten years now. Yeah, and every year they're adding more and more to the family, so like. They're used to working with each other. Like, you're excited to see what's going on with them. So, I'm all for it. What did you turn that off for? Huh? Oh, that was reflecting. Ah, oh, uh, okay. I didn't notice it. We always have something on the screen inside. He literally just yeah. turned it off. I, mean, I always have, like, the Smash Brothers intro video playing <laughs> on the... Uh, so, be- I'm a Smash player, so if any of y'all play Smash or anybody comes in here and play Smash, <laughs> just know I'll hop online and whoop you up real quick. <laughs> That's how we do This guy. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, but, um, you know, you can just tell they're excited for it. You can tell that it's going to be good. And, um, you know, they're, they're answering people's questions on Twitter, on Facebook. You know, like, you could just, the, the anticipation is yeah. building up and people are just yeah. ready to watch it. Yeah, I mean, they got, you know, I mean, they've got, like, little interactive things where if you tweet mm-hmm. them, it'll tweet you back with a little video yeah. asking you, you know, which side you're on. And yeah. in my in my personal opinion, if you compare it to, you know, what everybody else is comparing it to, you really do feel like they they love this movie versus Batman versus Superman where you can tell it was kind of like, well, we hope you guys like it, yeah. you know, it's... Yeah. 
it's a movie, yeah. and you know, and you know, yeah. I mean, I've heard a lot of talks about it. A lot of, I mean, like I said, a lot of the DC folks are coming out of the caves right now, and they're just like upset that the movie's going good. And for me, it's like, look, I wanted. Batman vs Superman do yeah. be very good, but I can tell you one of the reasons why this is getting the numbers it ha- it's getting and the reviews it's getting is because they've taken time to let people fall in love with the character. Exactly, like you're taken, more invested. Yeah. You're, you're more invested. way more invested. You're and more invested in these characters. That's you know you can go back and watch a movie. Like I don't have to go back and read you know three to four ages of comics to find exactly what storyline represents. I could just go back and watch a few movies and find out everything I need to know. I mean, literally, it's like binge-watching a season of Game of Thrones, and you can find out everything you know about the Marvel movie-verse. Mm -hmm. And if you read the books, you'll be pleasantly surprised to find that books from 2005 to now reflect the essence of the characters. And if you can get the essence of the characters right on the big screen, Mm -hmm. like we were talking about... um, Chris Evans playing Captain America before, and I know RDJ gets the uh, you know a lot of the props you know mm-hmm. as Iron Man, but a lot of people I think overlook how much Chris Evans really embodies that good old boy Captain America feeling down to the corny lines like yeah. you know language. hey language I mean come but on that, that was Captain classic America. he's a man out of time and it's funny how. You know, I've been a Captain America fan for years. I never made that distinction about he's pretty much Superman. Powers aside, he's the man that's in an unfamiliar territory, the Boy Scout, that always does what's right. And I've said it once, I've said it twice. People always ask me, why am I a Captain America fan? I said, out of almost every superhero in existence, Mm -hmm. Captain America was the only one that chose to be a hero. Everyone had some kind of incident happen to him. When Iron Man, his shit got fucked up. Or, you know, his heart got fucked up. Then he said, oh man, I did all this fucked up shit. I guess I better become a hero. Yeah. Thor, he got banished to Earth. And then he fell in love with Earth. And then he's like, okay. Yeah. Captain America didn't have no fucked up and, shit happen to and him. And Thor, with the hammer before, I mean, they even go into it in uh, last week's issue. Mm-hmm. Where... He was some just a warrior tyrant. He was immature yeah, warrior he was a tyrant. Son of a bitch. He'd fight the sa- he'd fight the same sides in the same war. He'd be like, yes. "Hey, look, I'm on your side today," and oh, well, but I'm gonna switch sides. Yeah, I'm gonna switch sides at my leisure. Yeah, yeah exactly. at my leisure. And I kind of miss that Thor. I miss cocky Thor. Cause Thor is always like the cocky dude in the group. Like, yeah. why the fuck are we not fighting? Like Captain America and Iron Man were always the businessmen trying to talk shit out. Let's see what's going on. Thor was not the dude that would show up to those meetings. Thor was like, who do I need to hit? <laughs> like, who do I need to hit? Hit yeah. that right there. All right. <laughs> Let's go Punch it. that guy, fine. Punch that guy, fine. Toss a hammer? Yeah. But, um, uh, salute to Low Tier for joining in. What is um, up, Low Tier? You're um, not too late, man. We just nah, getting started. We just getting started. But like I tell people, this is why Captain America has always been my favorite. Because Cap chose to be a hero. Right. Even when he wasn't even, like, fit to be one. He still, and to me... The best scene in all the Marvel was in the in the Marvel movie verse was in the first Captain America movie, and this scene beats every scene to me. This is just my opinion. This okay. scene beats every scene in superhero comics. Every single one was the scene where the guy threw the grenade and it fell, and then Cap jumps on top of it. Well, he oh, threw yeah. wait. Yeah, well, before, before he, before he even became Cap. He, yeah. well, he was little skinny, skinny Scotty Rogers. Yeah. That shit brought yeah. almost a tear to my eye in the theater. And I love I'm Tommy like, Lee Jones, too. In that yeah. part. He was just looking at him like, 
still a run. Yeah. <laughs> the guy was like, I don't believe him. He's like, watch, I got tests. And so he's like, live grenade. And he threw one out. And like, everybody runs. Yep. And he jumps on top of it. Mm. I'm like, dude, this is Captain America right here. He didn't have powers. He didn't have a space, a space of suit. He didn't have weapons. He was just a guy. Yeah. And he jumped on yeah. top of that. You're like, absolutely right. That is Captain America. That shit almost like I was in the theater like, bruh, that right there. No. And that reminds me of the scene in the awesome All-Star Superman comic book. I forgot which issue, but the one where Clark Kent goes to interview Lex Luthor. And Lex Luthor's in the prison and he's lifting weights. Oh yeah, that was like issue two or three. It yeah, was early he on. Was lifting, yeah. yeah, he was in the one early ones where he was lifting weights. And he says, he looks and he points to his muscles and he tells Clark Kent, you see this? This is hard to do. That's that alien. He just came down here and automatically got powers. Yeah. He said, this right here, this takes work. Yeah. And that scene, that, that's what I like. Like that to me was like, dude, like this guy, of course he got given the muscles later, do pretty much steroids, but <laughs> yeah. like super steroids, but still, he was still a hero even before. Yeah, no, and that's, no, you're absolutely right. And you know, it's funny that you bring that up about Steve taking on those impossible odds because I can tell you my first, the first time I ever felt any respect for Captain America mm-hmm. was in the Infinity Gauntlet saga. Okay. And it was when everybody was down. Have, everybody yeah. was not who down. Thanos still had the gauntlet in his hand. And who was standing? The, yeah, who was standing? Captain America Cap. was standing Last up. And standing. not just, hey, I'm standing up in the back or I'm trying to run away very bad. No, he walks up to Thanos' face. Mm-hmm. No chance in hell. Mm-hmm. And this is me as a Thanos fan. I know Thanos has all the power... Not all the power in the world. Mm-hmm. All the power in the fucking universe mm-hmm. at this moment. Mm-hmm. And Thanos still walks uh, or Cap still walks up to Thanos, looks him in his face, and Thanos basically punks him like, dude, what are you gonna do with your little shield, right? Seriously. And he's like, You're still not gonna give up. Like, all tyrants I like forgot. you get Yeah, like yeah. he's like, as long as someone like me is standing, tyrants like you will fall. Exactly. And what's great about that scene, well, I like that Jim Starlin did with that scene, was he seriously had you thinking, oh shit, nigga, like, is Cap gonna handle this? Next yeah. scene, nah. Yeah. Nah, next scene, I mean, and, uh, don't get me wrong, he fucked him up, but like, he, Cap did know. some punches, and th- yeah. that was cool with Thanos, like, I appreciated Thanos saying, go ahead, nigga, get your way. That, that was like your little, you know, you got a little baby brother a little baby little nephew yeah. think he's tough and he's trying to swing at you you're holding his head back and then you get him like alright nigga get your legs in get your couple in you know what get your couple bam put but you in no place though but little nephew or brother is going to swing at you with all his might and it's not going to do anything to you anything you just let him have all. that just let him have it. Yes. Let him have that. Let him have that. Yep. And then, then you smack him down. Let him know it's world ain't fair. And you need to get tougher. Like yeah. that's pretty much. I learned something and, from that. I, like, yeah. Yeah, I learned. I said, damn, life is hard. Ain't <laughs> every fight just because you can fight and you on the right side of good don't mean you're gonna win. Damn, you super, know what I mean? Super soldiers, mutants, yeah. gamma radiated monsters. Yeah. They all got fucked. That was a tough scene for me that as a kid. Was a tough I was like, scene. Damn, it was tough. like, damn, bro. <laughs> I, I mean, but at the same time, <laughs> at the same time, and I know Starling gets a lot of shit for this because he puts cosmic entities above everything, and a lot of people are like, That's "Well, you thing. make them so powerful." But at the same time, it gives you an idea. These are universal level threats, mm-hmm. and like I say, that's where I was able to give somebody like Cap props, even. Um, I even gave Cyclops props in that, and you know how much shit I give Cyclops, but. 
the fact that they went in against something they had no power. And it wasn't like they didn't know how powerful yes, he was. Right. They Silver Surfer told him. Adam Warlock told him. They had not a chance in hell. But without question, they went straight into battle. Even Wolverine. Yeah. Wolverine came, and he came hard, too. He stepped up on Thanos and everything. Oh, yeah. Claws I in still him. remember uh, one of my favorite scenes in comic book history was... Yo, this was like Infinity Gauntlet was officially the first time where every superhero was in agreement. Like, this dude gotta go. <laughs> like, the the, the 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 mutants didn't really team up with the Avengers or the Fantastic Four. Like, they were forced to for uh, Secret Wars. But this was the first time everybody teamed up and was like, yo... This dude got to go right here. So I, I respected Cyclops because Cyclops had to step it up and be like, all right, we're going to team up with these dudes. We, really, we usually don't fuck with these guys. Yep. But we're going to go ahead and work with these dudes. And so that was a big scene. But I just love the scene where all the superheroes are together. Everyone's talking. And Hulk and Wolverine go to the roof. Oh, yes. And Wolverine goes to the roof. And Hulk's already up there. And Wolverine's like, whoa, dude. Like, this is back when Wolverine was like, like his peak of popularity. And him and Hulk were both at their peak of popularity. And they would fight a lot just for the hell of it. Like, they would just make them fight. And that, that scene was like, it's like some samurai shit, you know. So one of the things I've always respected about like Asian culture is before, back in the samurai days, before a big war, the two generals would meet and just drink. It was a respect thing. Yeah. Like to me, and, and Wolverine's a samurai. So like... Wolverine just like, dude, I brought you a beer, man. I know we don't got, I know we got beef, but we got something to handle right now. Like yep. that to me, I was like, respect, bro. Like that's, you know, like I'm saying, like respect. Like yeah, you know, and how like, they talked about being monsters. Like, look, we are the two. Because I remember Adam Warlock comes up and to talk to him too, mm-hmm. and he's like, I'm glad I caught you two alone. Right. You know, because out of everybody here, they all want to do what's right, but somebody's going to possibly need to do what's necessary. Agreed. And agree. this isn't oh, yeah, the kind of threat. That's when can... Adam Warlock showed up, right? Yeah, Adam, like, Adam Warlock showed like, up. Yo, I want to talk to you two for a minute. Yeah. Like, that, that scene was dope. Like, it was dope because, I mean, dope. he was like, basically, you know, and Wolverine looks at him and without question, he's like, so what, you want us to sanction Thanos? But like, like, I like what Adam Warlock said because he never said that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he just says, you know, you two are not like everyone else. And like Hulk and Wolverine, like what? Like he was like, you're you're not you're not you're not like everyone else. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know, when you fight bad guys, people like you need to just like finish the job. Yep. <laughs> and Hulk's like, what? <laughs> Wolverine's like, whoa, 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 are you saying what I think you're saying? <laughs> no, nah, he said straight up. So you want us to sanction them? Yeah. Like, you basically want us to kill them? Like, I know what like, you're saying. Warlock's like, I'm just putting a bug in your ear, bro. I'm putting a bug. You I, might, you, yeah. He you might need to do what's necessary. Yeah, he was like, those people down there, they're not able to do what you two can do. Yeah, <laughs> they're not willing. So we need the the world needs people like you to finish what the other people can. And that reminds me of a new Avengers. Uh, I hated New Avengers because the, the lineup wasn't that strong to me. But I liked when uh, Iron Man was trying to get Wolverine on the team. And Cap, of course, was like, uh, fuck no. <laughs> like, I'm not putting that guy as, like, pretty much a murderer. And Iron Man said it best because Iron Man would think like that. Iron Man's like, dude, we, we need somebody. Because some people just need to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Some people are like, yeah, you didn't want your welcome out on this planet. 
Like, I'm not willing to do it. That's how Tony is. Tony's like, I'm not willing to do it. You're not willing to do it. They're not willing to do it. He's willing to do it. (laughs) So, he's needed. And and they did a good job of that in uh, one of the ultimate uh, X-Men books um, with Wolverine. And in this book, they had a young kid who had manifested uh, his mutant power. And this book was was really, yeah, this book was really fucking sad. Because you have this young kid, he couldn't have been more than like maybe 15 years old. He's walking to school and he's like, dude, where the fuck is everybody? You know, what the fuck's going on? He doesn't see anybody. You know, his parents aren't there. And he's like, whatever. He wakes up and like he sees his mom's like, like her bathrobe on the ground. And like her slippers on the ground, and she she sees his dad's clothes on the ground, like his dad, like he was getting ready for work, and it's all just on the ground. He's thinking that's just so weird. He goes down the street, and everyone around him, all he sees is just clothes, and he's just like, I don't know what the fuck's happening. And he goes to school, and like there's kids wilding out. They're like, dude, like our parents are disappearing. And this girl, I guess it was his girlfriend, walks up to him, and she's like, dude, I don't know what happened to my dad. And all of a sudden, she starts like. Like disappearing in front of him, like burning well, yeah, up. And she then starts, she says, yeah, she starts. She says, it's you. Yeah, she starts like to combust in front of him. She says, yeah. "Oh my God, it's you!" And this skips to the next scene, and Wolverine's going to a cave, and like you don't know what's going on, and Wolverine pretty much finds the boy, and Wolverine says to the boy, "He's like, uh, yeah, man, um, you woke up today, and you're you hit puberty today, and your mutant power manifested, and your mutant power is." Human beings around you will combust. Yeah, yeah. You basically, yeah, basically, and it's a proximity thing. It's like and some nuclear yeah. shit. Like, yeah, like, like you, like you're basically you turn people into like some sort of radioactive combustion, and yeah. they melt around you. And he's like, he's like, well, what's around you? He's like, well, yeah, basically, um, I can, I can survive anything. You know, I don't, you know, I heal right. quickly. So right. basically, and the whole time Wolverine has this whole thing of beer. Yeah. He keeps trying to give the kid the beer. He said, kid, I brought you some beer. And the kid is so confused. He's like, yeah. why are you bringing me beer? And Wolverine keeps saying, kid, drink your beer. And the kid keeps asking questions. And Wolverine's like, kid, he's answering the question. And he's like, drink your beer. <laughs> and, Wolverine, and the kid finally pieces it together. He says, oh, my God, you're here to kill me. And then Wolverine just looks at him and says, Drink your fucking beer your whole life. Like, drink your beer, man. And it's fucked up because the kid goes, dude, I haven't even kissed a girl yet. Like, he's and, like, like, he's he, thinking, like, he's, his whole life is fucking He was trying to plead with him, yo. Like, yeah. he was like, yo, why don't you guys just teach me? And Wolverine made a fucked up point. He said, once the world finds out about you, he said, right now, the world doesn't know it was a mutant. Right now, the world doesn't know. Yep. Right now, we we're, they're convinced it was a leak of some kind of nuclear shit, some kind of, like, chemical shit. He said, but if the world finds out it's a mutant, we'll never heal from this. Because, like, yeah. over a million people died or some shit. Like, the whole town Yeah, whole, died. he killed a whole like, town. Like, the whole town hundred thousand people, yeah. yeah he, like, he, he couldn't control it. I mean, like, dude. They, you don't see him go through the whole town, but you have to assume that, you know, he went through the town on his way to going out to... The, I mean, he made it to a cave. Thus, yeah. he realized... How total his power was. It's so, like, damn, yeah. It's really fucked up. And then the last part of it is you see Wolverine walking out of the cave the next morning. No, it's just fucked up because, like, <laughs> he's telling the kid, drink your beer. And the kid doesn't drink the beer. He's like, dude, just get it over with. Yeah. And then you just see Wolverine step out. Like, yeah. I'm like, fuck, man. And what made me like that episode, I missed that Bendis, by the way. That was Brian Michael Bendis, drawn by David Finch. It's crazy how I know that shit. But, um, um, 
what was crazy about that episode because it didn't end the way you thought it was gonna do. Like it was fucked up because he told like the kid is pleading with Wolverine, like, dude, why don't you just take me, make me be on the X Men, like oh, yeah. train me to use my powers? I didn't even get a chance. Yeah. And Wolverine says, like, dude, once they if they find out that you're a mutant, like, well, and not just that. When you think about it, like. I can't take you to the school. Yeah. We don't know how your power works yet. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, you we think... risk people dying. You know, you think, oh, well, you just have Professor X or Gene go into his head and, you know, temporarily shut off. Like, no. There's no... We don't know how you could affect them. Right. Like, they could tap into your brain and all of a sudden, right. you know, they're dead. Right. So, we can't take that chance. Right. You're yeah. too dangerous like, to live. No offense. Like, and he was you like, I mean? how fair is that? I didn't get cool powers. And Wolverine was like, because Wolverine's not really the, uh, he's not the uh, the sucking up type. Like, he doesn't know how to comfort. Yeah. And this is ultimate Wolverine yeah. versus normal 616 Wolverine, who they tried to make much nicer over time. Right, this right. was still... No, I'm an assassin, cold-blooded killer Wolverine, and he had a different upbringing, as well as technically his power was a little right. different in the Ultimates universe, because mm-hmm. his power wasn't just healing. Technically, they showed his power as being able to survive, Yeah, and that was it was a kind of cool comic with uh, Ultimate Hulk and Thor. Oh, yeah. Or yeah, not yeah. Thor, uh, Ultimate, Ultimate Hulk versus Hulk Wolverine. Wolverine. Yeah. That was kind of interesting how they showed his power. It was like... Yeah, um, basically, you're a head on a table right now, right? Mm-hmm. You do realize you don't have lungs or anything. Your cells mutated to allow you to breathe just so you could technically so survive. Can, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and your body's continuously trying to grow itself back. And the Ultimate Universe was dope because I really liked yeah. that everything was circled around the Super Soldier Serum. Yeah. Like, everything was about the Super Soldier Serum. Even the Hulk became the Hulk because... He had made a version of the super soldier serum, but he used gamma radiation instead of the other radiation. And that's how he became the Hulk. So he is pretty much just a super soldier. And then you find out that the mutants are just a virus yeah. that they made that they that they made to combat the super soldier serum. Humans like, created mutants. That was fucking dope. That's why I'm so mad that the Ultimate Universe went away. It was great ideas that kind of just got away from everybody. Yeah, I mean, it was. I think it was Marvel's real big chance to not necessarily do a reboot mm-hmm. and like you know lose popular books, but to really start truly fresh. Yeah. Like let's say you know let's make let's make a universe where consequences also matter. Because yeah. like when people died, they died. There was a period where Magneto died. Mm-hmm. Magneto was dead. Mm-hmm. They come back and be like Magneto Junior. No bullshit like that. Fucking, uh, what's it called? Um, was it Wolverine died? Yeah. That was it. Dude, Ultimatum. <laughs> ultimatum. I hated Ultimatum. I hated Dope. it. I hated it. Dope. But I had to give them respect because they literally killed off 75% of their universe. <laughs> ultimatum was like a season of Game of Thrones, bro. Like, literally. They did Game of Thrones before Game of Thrones. Like, it was like, they, they like, killed fuck it. everybody. Fuck, who yeah. did it die? It was one long red wedding. Pim, Wasp. <laughs> And, like, yep. they didn't even get, like, respectful respectful deaths. Like, oh, all yeah. of a sudden, you go to a scene, the blob is eating wasp. I'm like, nigga, what? <laughs> yeah, just ate her. Like, you didn't even see the fight. Yeah. Just all of a sudden, blob is eating wasp. Yep. <laughs> and I like that. I, I've always, I, I'm fascinated shit. by the blob. I just wanted more from him. I didn't want him to just be, I'm just hella fat, dude. Like, <laughs> I wanted him to be like, nigga, I can eat anything. And, like, my mass can grow by consuming anything, including, like, Marvel hire me, um, including energy. Like, I can eat. Like, I wanted him to be a giant glutton. 
Like, he could absorb anything. And instead of, like, becoming it like Absorbing Man, it make, gives him more mass. Yeah, but, I mean, technically, and all, you Speak know, that. That's not his power in the main 616 universe. Fuck that. Remember? Ah, fuck that. How <laughs> is your boy's power is gravity based? I don't care. That could be that too. Like, you it know, what, you know what should you know what he should be? What would be interesting What's is that? if he could apply his gravitational properties to other beings by touching them. So if I touch you, you feel as fat as I do. So if you come as you come in contact with me, not just, you know, you jello me, mm-hmm. but you feel as heavy as I do. Okay. You, know you see, what I mean? we can work on this. I mean, <laughs> you know, that's what I love about Jeff Johns. Jeff Johns would just make a character cooler, and there's no explanation for this. Yeah, why? Why? It's Who cares? He's world. now cool. Look what he did to Falcon. All of a sudden, Falcon's a 30-year-old character. All of a sudden, now this nigga can talk to everybody on the planet. How, yeah. Sway? How? Yeah. Who cares? He's yeah, cool now. I mean, how did he talk to one bird? Shit, motherfucker. <laughs> he was practically cool connected to yeah. Red Wing. And then he just said, you know what? Now I can just talk to all birds. My first feeling was, how, Sway? How? But then I saw it. I was like, wait, this is so badass. I don't even care. It's better. Because I think about like, so you have a telepathic link with one bird that's not really explained outside of the fact that he's your bird. Like, he doesn't have like an implant or like, there's no real explanation. Right. So like you said, it's a fucking fantasy world. Why can't a motherfucker talk to all birds? Like, sometimes you don't need an explanation. Sometimes nigga just roll with it. Like, just roll. Especially, I said this last week. I have no problems with people changing characters as long as it makes them better. Yeah. As long as it makes them better, I have no problem with it. Like, dude, just make him better. Like, mm-hmm. you know, because some characters just need need to... They did it on, on, on how it should have ended. Like, some people just need to be upgraded. Yeah, why does Aquaman do. still not have water powers? Why does, an, why does Aquaman always still feel like a shitty version of Namor? <sighs> well, because Namor was first, sir. Uh, well, I mean, but yeah, but you think he's first, so he should have a better version. What's your um, favorite let's character? answer answer really uh, my favorite character. Is it uh, obvious? Hat and shirt aside, say, is is, it is, it's, it's not Deadpool though. That's what's funny about it. Deadpool has always been my second favorite character. My favorite character is Thanos. My oh, favorite character okay, has right. always you're been right. Thanos. You're right. One hundred percent. We some villains heads over here. I'm Taskmaster. I, I Taskmaster's my dude. Thor second, Cap third. Like, that's to yeah. me. We some Marvel dudes, but if I had to go on the DC side, I'm a Shazam dude. I like, I don't know if it's because I like gods and shit like oh, that. Like, okay. Shazam's my dude. Okay. If I have to go DC, and it's going to sound corny as shit, but it's Superman. And I'm here's why. I love Let's the concept. Like, if I, had, if I had to be a superhero, okay. it would be Superman. Well, like, if I had to pick from any universe, well, and Superman I had to be one person. is the superhero. Because like, think about it. He, he has every possible superpower you would want. Yeah, yeah. You know, he has extreme strength. Yeah. Well, I mean, ridiculous level strength. Yeah. Uh, he could fly yeah. under his own power. It's not wing-based. It's not, you know, there's no shortage of flight. He, mm-hmm. and this has varied over the years, but he could fly through space mm-hmm. if needed. He, he could can reach, you know. Space. He can race the Flash. He's that yeah. fast. Yeah. You know, he Flash can get super breath, whatever. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's Flash a little little that ass, man. But, um, <laughs> but, I mean, all in all, I mean, if I had to get a power set, uh-huh. Superman's power, to me, has always been dope. Well, Superman is the superhero. Like, when you yeah. think superheroics, it's hard to not think Superman. Batman's second. Because, to me, Batman's not a superhero. Batman's a vigilante. 
Batman is he exists in his own laws. His shit doesn't really work with other superheroes. Like, I don't see him. To me, he's just the world's greatest detective. And he rolls with the other superheroes. Yeah. Um, I, uh, dude just posted, uh, but Superman about to die. I'm still confused. We've been talking about it for three weeks. And I'm uh, still yeah. confused. I will, will, I have some information on this. Okay. And we'll break do. this down. Because there's, epi- there's an issue that goes into it. Okay. But, um, yes, Superman is about to die. Okay. But no, Superman is not about to die. Okay. And that may sound confusing. Not at all, unfortunately. But it makes total sense um, for what uh, they're about to do. Um, and just to kind of give you... But fuck it. We'll just do it now. Okay. Uh, okay, so right now... ready. Right now... And it's stupid. Don't get me wrong. It's stupid. But um, right now, there are two Supermen. Two Clark Kent, Krypton-born... Superman on the planet Earth, but they're from different generations. They're right? from different. Yes, I mean um, when they did the when they did Final Crisis. Um, Final Crisis or Infinite? Final Crisis. Okay. Infinite's the one longer that one. Infinite, that. Yeah, okay. Final Crisis is the more recent one. The one that Grant Morrison. Yeah, did. right before New Fifty Two. Okay. Okay, so Final Crisis collapsed the multiverse again into one primary universe, okay. right? Right before New Fifty Two, before you got all the new Lobo, you got the new Superman. He has the kind of armor and everything. Well. The Superman um, of the Superman, who was who had Lois Lane still, basically he had his Lois, and they she was pregnant at the time. Okay, that Superman still lived, but when they That's got pre fifty two, pre new fifty two Superman, right? correct? Okay, yes, yeah, still correct. Okay. So he's pre new fifty two Superman. After that crisis, a new Superman was born, basically or created or whatever for this multiverse. That's why you had the backstory go back so far uh-huh. to his whole origin and everything, okay. right? So, they had a little bit of precursor where he was supposed to have dated Lois Lane already. Mm -hmm. You know, they kind of fabricated a little bit of a story. But that's why you also have Batman, who already had the Bat family. Okay. So, remember, he had the killing joke still happened and all kinds of other little Uh, stuff. Yeah. So, with this Superman, so now you have two Superman on Earth. Well, Mm -hmm. Superman from the New 52, the newly created Superman, Uh he's currently dying. The older Superman... His son has now grown up. His son's like probably like eight to ten years old. So 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 this so this Superman shot Lois Lane's club up and got her pregnant, and um she had a baby. Yeah, she had a baby. She's still alive. Let me ask you a question: Is that Lois Lane surviving? Because New Fifty Two still has a Lois Lane. Yes, and I don't know. Well, no, 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 no. I'm saying yes, they do. Okay. Um, I don't know if she's surviving it. They haven't. Oh. They haven't played that out right now. She is being hunted by, I want to say it's Inner Gang, because she put out an article anonymously mm-hmm. um, to them. And basically through this, they've already attacked her, mm-hmm. and this is how her son found out that he has powers. Because right. Superman ended up, was handling something else mm-hmm. at the time, and he's basically been going rogue. He's been in, you remember the uh, black suit from the Return of Superman? Um, after the death, in yeah, when he came surfing, back from when he death. came back from that, yeah, I saw he, that he, he was sport, yeah, he's been sporting that okay. and trying to be on the under because they've been trying to live off the grid and not live the hectic superhero life, okay. you know, because they didn't know if his son would have powers. Okay, so they're like, look, we could take this opportunity to actually be a family and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. But you know, Lois Lane at her heart is a reporter, uh-huh. so she had to write this piece on this mm-hmm. inner gang group, yada yada yada. Yeah. So this Superman now he found out his son has powers. Um. And Lois has found out that their son has powers. And now they're right, right now in the book, they're at that debate point of 
well, what are we going to do? Right. So Rebirth is supposed to have the idea of him coming back as the primary Superman, mm-hmm. and then his son going to one of the Titans or Young Justice, or no, it's not Young Justice. I don't Justice. think he's going to be on it's, any team. Um, he's just going to be on Super Sons. He's going to be on Super Sons? Yeah, That's it? yeah okay. Super Sons is him and Robin. Yeah, because I thought they were talking about putting him on one of the teams later on to replace well, Connor. Well, it makes sense that they make him a Titan, but they've already announced it. That's what didn't make sense to me. I'm like, how is Robin on the Titans and on the Super Sons, but not the, the well, Superman kid? Keep, keep, on, keep remembering, though, that the most recent Titans that they did, Connell wasn't a Titan at first. It took them about like eight issues before they put him on the team. Because remember, he was under the influence of that other being... Um, That's when they like made him like a cyborg or some shit. Yeah, no, he was like a spliced. He wasn't. Um, it was shit. Yeah, it was crap. <laughs> um, so he's gonna be out there and he's gonna be put forward, put in a position where he can learn how to use his powers. And that Superman's gonna come back. Now on top of that, apparently, Superman, Superman's powers divide between two people, mm-hmm. and that is uh, a kid from Asia named like Kenton, something like that. I forget what his name is. Or okay. Kant. Some kids from Asia, I forget. They haven't. He hasn't started yet, so I haven't put his name in memory. But uh, his powers are being split between him and Lois Lane, and I want to say it's the new Fifty Two version of Lois Lane, who's going to become Superwoman. Okay. And the powers are going to be killing her, aka Jane Foster. Thor. uh, New hashtag all new Thor. Yeah. Um, So they're going to have those two, and then Supergirl is also going to be trying to fill her brother's shoes. So there's going to essentially. Way too many. Yeah, there's essentially going to be uh, four. Oh no, and I'm sorry, and no, don't get me wrong. And Lex Luthor, yeah, Lex um, Luthor. is also going to become Superman, and basically going to be a white version of the character Steel, because he's going to yeah. have a suit. He's in the suit, and you know, just without the hammer, and he's basically going to be another version of Superman. So there's like so, eight Supermen rolling well, around. If you think about it, four Superman, mm-hmm. exactly like right after the death of Superman, except for now one's a girl. One okay, is Superwoman, <laughs> super, Superwoman, Asian super Superman, girl, Asian Superman. No, no, take out Supergirl. I'm sorry, Supergirl's just trying to fill the shoes. Take but out Supergirl. But I'm saying, take out if you take. Well, she was a character before Superman. Yeah, I'm gonna I mean, give her that. But you okay. have four Superman exactly because mm-hmm. you have Lex Luthor, who's the cy- who's the basically technology base. Uh-huh. No, he's not cyborg. Okay. He's steel. I mean, yeah, I was gonna say steel. cyborg Superman, but yeah. He's technically steel. Okay. You have Lois Lane, who's basically like a Superboy, where she's technically got half Superman, half whatever, and Uh she's her DNA is in flux essentially, which is probably why she's dying. Mm -hmm. Like how you know Superboy's had constant stories why he's dying. Mm -hmm. Then you have the um, Eradicator type Superman, which is going to be the energy came into me, which is like the Agent Superman, Mm -hmm. where it's like I have this power that's greater. I don't know how about it. Um, And then you have. Clark Kent Superman from the old universe who's mm-hmm. like this basically fucking Superman because they're not going to do the whole funeral for a friend thing. And what about his son? Well, his son is basically Superboy now. That's what I'm saying. Like, what I mean, like, there's hella crypt- oh, yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hella, like, Superman power yeah. motherfuckers yeah. around. Yeah, no. Like I said last yeah. week, why commit crime? What's yeah. the point? Yeah. Why like, Marvel should just clone out? Hyperion and just have a whole bunch of them out there. And, Where's Sentry you know, at? Make the universe <laughs> <Yeah. villain. laughs> Well, I mean, Sentry's the angel of death. I mean, well, you feel, this guy just asked, what's your feeling about the Bat versus Superman, Lex Luthor? Um, uh, I saw that movie three times, and I still haven't seen Lex Luthor. You didn't bring I, a thumb drive either, did you? I, I see... Huh? You didn't bring a thumb drive either, did you? Ah, shit. But I'm still saying it a bunch of times at other people's houses. Yeah. Had it, but, um... Uh, I'm, I'm still waiting to see where's Lex Luthor. I saw someone that could have been the Riddler. 
I saw someone that looked like Arcade from the X-Men universe from Avengers <laughs> Academy. No, nah, bro. Bro, bro. I, you just hit it on note. That <laughs> is... Basically, here's what happened. <clears throat> Lex Luthor was killed in the DC universe. This is all And Edward... <laughs> no, no, no. This, this happened. I saw the movie. Um, Lex Luthor was killed, uh-huh. right? Probably alongside with his dad. Maybe they're out on a fishing trip or some shit like that. The Riddler, Edward Nigma, came in and is now posing mm-hmm. as Lex Luthor. Because this Lex Luthor Sr. probably, um, you know, kept his son hidden from the great eye or, you know, great public and everything like that to keep him out of the media. So nobody really knew what he looked like. So now you have the Riddler pretending to be Lex Luthor because ah. you got to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, you go over a couple mm-hmm. scenes. The scene where they're talking about the Kryptonian, uh, the Kryptonite affecting the Kryptonian's DNA cells. Okay. I can tell you right now, that's not a Lex Luthor scene because Lex Luthor was the smartest man in his company. He would have spoke up in that scene. He wouldn't have had his scientist say all the scientific shit for him and then come in in the end and start talking about international sanctions. That wouldn't have happened. Lex <laughs> Luthor was also a very intimidating person, not somebody who you're like, hey, look, kid, I will beat you up. Uh-huh. Okay, there's no real... You're not going to intimidate... Put a Jolly Ranch in my... Yo, that, yo, that scene is uncom- made me that uncomfortable, shit. bro. Yeah. All three times I've seen that movie, every right. time that part comes, I almost want to fast forward it. Like, I'm like, yo, this... Yo, bro. Yeah. Like, and they didn't do any explanation. Like, Lex Luthor's demeanor was intimidating. Like, they didn't really build up this Lex as anything with... You're a guy with money who's uncomfortable around people. Like, most people... I can tell you right now. You would not be the head of any company that has shareholders. Because those motherfuckers would kick your unconfident sounding ass off. I mean, you you speak with ums in like 90% of your sentence. Nobody who's confident speaks with the word um. The part that got to me was when he had the speech and he couldn't even do it. I'm like, this isn't Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor is the most confident motherfucker on the planet. Confident. Confident. He's not scared. You're all beneath him. Like, oh. you're all beneath him. This is the whole reason why he got with, he hated Superman. Because Superman, because in his mind, everyone's beneath him. Yep. And people be like, but you're not beneath, I mean, Superman's not beneath you. So that was his whole point. One of my favorite comics ever. We talked about it a few, either last week or a few weeks ago. Superman Red Sun, where it was an alternate reality. And, um, you know, in this alternate reality, Lex Luthor cloned a bunch of Bizarros, a bunch of Superman. And, like, to him, he, um... What he really wanted to, um, you know, create something to help save the world or help fight Superman. He was a good guy. He was a good person. All of a sudden, by the end of the first issue, he kills every scientist and his staff. Kills every single one of them with a gun. Just goes around shooting all of them. People don't know what happened. Lex Luthor's gone nuts. And they're like, dude, just tell me what happened. He was like, I gotta destroy Superman now. Now this now these scientists have to die. I had to start her over. I have to destroy Superman. And they said, why? He said, one of his clones beat me in chess. <laughs> the, the clones aren't even the perfect. They're bizarros. They're And it beat him in chess. And he was like, no, no. This isn't happening. And like... That to me is Lex Luthor. I didn't get that from that movie. Like I've I've, told, I've I've talked to people a thousand times. People try to defend the movie. Tell me, what the hell does Lex Luthor do when he's not being a supervillain? He's running a company. No. They don't tell us. You better give me some kind of bullshit theory. Here we go. No, no, okay. No, not bullshit. Not theory. Go for it. Something go for it. that happened in the movie. He's making up superhero logos. 
Ah. <laughs> Remember, he gave everybody a logo. He generated Wonder Woman's uh, logo. He generated yeah. Flash's logo. Look here. He even made Cyborg a logo. Look here. Like, oh, fuck. Look here. <laughs> if Iron Man... No, if Peter Parker goes... In, in, in Civil War, if Peter Parker goes to his computer and opens up an email from Tony Stark that has... That has... Templates showing video of Black Panther, Doctor Strange, and humans. I'm walking out of the theater. I'm walking out of the theater. Like, oh, no, bro. I can't No, do no, no. See, you got to remember, Peter's going to hack Tony's computer. And Tony's going to have it on shit, Tony's kind of evil, right? Where's my tea? Where's my gonna, tea? No, if they ever mix universes, that would be Doctor Doom. They'd be like, hey, look, the shitty Doctor Doom version? Yeah, we're going to bring him over. <laughs> I'm and, just uh, saying. No, you're... No, and that's the problem is you're absolutely right. It's not... It doesn't feel like Lex Luthor, and I've heard all kind of defense against it, where he's Alexander Luthor, which I, I don't Stop know if it. anybody's ever read a comic book, but one, Alexander Luthor has superpowers, he's yeah. half antimatter, yeah. um, number two, Alexander Luthor uh, didn't run a fucking company at any fucking point Not in his life, Not so he doesn't fit in there, number three, he wasn't the first one to have beef with Superman, now, if you call, I don't care if you call him Junior, the third, the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, the thirty seventh. Mm-hmm. The first Lex Luthor to have a beef and go head to head with Superman is the comic book Lex Luthor. Just because his dad, he had a dad. Guess what? Regular Lex Luthor in the comic books had a dad too. This is don't true. mean, don't make this, don't mean shit. But I just <laughs> honestly felt like they did that just to justify him being young. But that was one of my biggest concerns. When they first cast him, I'm like, why are you making Batman old but Lex Luthor young? That doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't add up. Yeah. And like, and yeah, Superman's in like mid to late 30s. Right, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, this doesn't add up. And I, I have to agree with what, what some reviewers are saying. Hidden deep inside of the Batman vs. Superman movie was a good film. Hidden in there. You gotta dig some shit out, cut some shit off. Retape some shit oh, together. I thought you were about to say it's encrypted. And re- <laughs> uh, maybe. Uh, some kind of shit. Like, it's hidden in there. And that's what makes me hate it more. Was that, dude, you could have made this better. Lex Luthor and Bruce Wayne both own companies. You could have merged this together yeah. and be like, dude, let's get together and fight Superman. Like, you didn't need to do all this shit. Like, it was unnecessary. He didn't have to blow up buildings. He didn't have to kill innocent people. He didn't have to piss in a jar and give it to a judge. That was weird and random. Like, what? Why are you doing this? And here's here's another problem with it that I had, is that what they did with Batman... And don't get me wrong, I get your desire to make him like, hey, look, there's an older Batman. He's Mm. less seasoned. Or, he's more seasoned. And he's been through some shit. But... For a regular moviegoer, mm-hmm. they didn't really go through him being through any real shit. It was like, okay, so you showed that your parents died, then you showed a Robin costume. Uh-huh. If you don't read comic books, you don't really know that, you know, that would have been, you know, Jason Todd and Jason Todd would be dead. Yeah. Especially if you look at, you know, any current information because the motherfucker's live again. Yeah. So, you kind of really don't get a build up to why he's so cruel, but at the same time, it's like... He feels a lot less tactical as a result. Right. And this is supposed to be a seasoned Batman. There's right. only one season, scene where I felt that he was tactical, and that was in the last scene, where technically your tactics would have got Martha killed if you had a decent yeah. assassin. Yeah. Because the idea was, if Superman doesn't go and kill Batman, so a.k.a. somebody shows up, kill Martha. Mm-hmm. And when Jesse goes up, I want to call him Jesse because he doesn't remind me of Lex. Uh-huh. When Jesse goes up and picks up the phone, he's like, oh, let's go on phone Martha. Let's see what's on the, let's see what's cooking, you know? Right. Because he expected them to call and say, okay, even though Superman's there, she's dead. Mm. But there was like a 10-minute fight mm. 
Mm-hmm. Where Batman shows up, he's shooting through the windows, he's yeah. fighting everybody, yeah. and the motherfucker's like, damn. And he was like, I'll do it. And Batman says, I believe you. I wouldn't believe a motherfucker. You've had like 10, 15 minutes to do this shit. I don't like, understand why you ain't gonna do just, shit now. I don't understand why he didn't just put a bullet in her head. Well, I don't understand, <laughs> I don't why, understand why he didn't just do it. I don't understand why he just didn't tell Superman, hey, look, motherfucker, um, you know, hey, you know, you could just go save Martha and then be back over here by the time I take off this armor, get uh, into my bat plane, which wasn't outside to start, at least I don't remember it being, I but, it you know, it. I guess we're just assuming it was because, you know, he showed up earlier. You can go outside, get all that shit, take off the fucking armor. I don't even know why he took off the fucking armor. I still don't but, understand why he left the armor. I don't even know why he had the armor in the first place if he was just going to use kryptonite the whole time. Well, like, that's because he needed to be able to take a hit. He took like four but if hits. He, but if Remember, because before, before anything But then he did get better. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. he got, I mean, I he got better. I got better. I'm still refusing to believe that Superman can hear... Um, Lois from a, a, a planet away, but couldn't hear his mom, who was you. right next door. He don't give a fuck about his mom. No, I was going to say, the, there's no way in giving me an explanation about that without it just being one main conclusion that Superman's a fucking asshole. <laughs> like, there's no way to make him come out of that unstable. Especially because people, people kept telling him, well, Martha had a gag around her mouth. Martha had a gag around her mouth in the pictures, just when they took her. Every scene they showed when she was being held captive, there was no gag around her mouth. This nigga can hear a girl and scream the best part. from another side of the planet. When they grabbed her, she screamed. But that's one of the things. He can hear a woman scream from the other side of the planet. You mean to tell me he couldn't hear his mother's muffled cries? Shut the fuck Not up. Not even muffled cries. She totally screamed yeah, when they grabbed her. her. Unmuffled at all. They tried to say, well, not as gag. So what? She's just in the next city. They made Gotham and Metropolis pretty much San Francisco and Oakland in this movie, which is not yep. true at all. And yep. so, like, he can hear a chick from the other side of the planet, but he couldn't hear his mom that was right next door? Yeah. Fuck yeah. out of here. I mean, he could have heard uh, Alfred tell Bruce, I know exactly where the fuck he's at. Yes. He flown over there and flown right back. Before, without having to fight anybody, he could have gone in took her and gone the fuck back and out. I'm glad you know I hate you know we keep saying in all our podcasts we're not gonna talk about Batman vs. Superman yeah, we hate this movie so much but that one guy brought it up and now we've been talking about it that's okay that's okay that's alright uh, I'm glad we're if talking about it. the fans want this. to hear it no they are, yeah I'm glad we got this because there's a reason why I brought my, my, my Marvel team my uh, Carnage I brought my tea my uh, today because it ain't looking good for DC right now bro people are jumping shit Oh yeah, you heard about the Flash yeah. director, yeah, and there's rumors about the Aquaman director. He's good. they're saying he's right behind, and the rumor mill right now is saying it's because they're already filming Justice League, mm-hmm. and those films are gonna have to conform to the universe that Snyder's creating. Mm-hmm. And those directors are saying they're not don't liking what want. Snyder's doing. They don't like what he's doing. They and already they're seeing the bad press that Snyder's getting, and they're like, I don't want that action, bro. <laughs> Oh. They're like, I, I'm cool. They're bending the ship. I tell people, that's not good. They're only two movies in. Yeah. They're only two movies in, and they already got people abandoning ship. And people are already like, peace. Yeah. <laughs> and when you take into account that Batman vs. Superman right now, and, you know, I heard people people keep talking about, well, it made 800-something million dollars, you know, so it's not going to be, you know, it's not a flop. They made money. Movies yeah, right now. Here's the thing is... It's a flop. Most comic movies right now, and for people who say, well, there are only two movies in, 
DC's been making comic movies much longer than fucking two movies, all right? Yeah. Nolan was bringing, Nolan was spending $180 million with very low advertising on the Batman movies and bringing back a billion dollars. Yeah. That's about 10 times your fucking investment, right? On each movie. If you're barely doubling your investment, you know, you're basically in one time, what do we put in? Oh, that's what we're getting back in revenue. Yes. That is not successful when you it's look not. at all the other movies. It, and that says not. that there was a failure. Especially when you have one character in there who is already a billion dollar franchise. Yes. Batman is already two movies. One that was shit. Yes. The other one that was fucking great. Yes. <laughs> and this is the first time we've seen them together live. Yeah. This is the first time. And not even just the first time. They even threw in Wonder Woman, her first appearance ever. And you can't clear a Billy? Oh, bro, my, uh, my fiancé, because I finally got my fiancé to watch Batman mm-hmm. vs. Superman. And uh, shout out to Cavertino, because that's, uh, that's funny. Said, uh, <laughs> Marvel can make a successful movie with a talking raccoon in a tree while Snyder can't even do Superman right. That's, yo, that's funny. I say but, it uh, all the time. I say every time I watch the Netflix shows, every time I watch Daredevil and Jessica Jones, I can't help but think, in this same world, there's a talking raccoon <laughs> and a walking tree. When the Punisher show, which just got approved, applaud to John Berthenau for that. Punisher is officially a show, but A... Yes, he deserves it. A, you did a great uh, job at that role, bro. You did a great job. Number one, duh! Yeah. <laughs> Number one, well, shit, also water is wet. Uh, <laughs> and related news, the sky is blue. <laughs> Damn, bro, you quote Batman vs. Superman. Lawrence Fishburne says that. Ah, oh, shit. You totally ah, quoted him. Ah, shut totally up. Totally quoted him. Perry White. Shut up. Perry over shut here. Shut up. Oh, my God. Hey, but, but no, but yeah. for real, like, but shout out to the Punisher, but let's be honest, we all knew this was going to happen. It had to. I mean, after that performance, there was no doubt. Yeah. Like, dude, you, you, and they, he and, killed that role. And his last line, you just knew. That was their way of saying, you know this is about to be a show, right? When he says, see you around, Red. I, 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 don't I love how he called him red too. I don't know what the whole is, time was so. But perfect. I love that he called him red. I don't yes. know why. There's a part of me. I just automatically smiled when I said that. Yeah. Like I just love that they call that he called him red. Like they have, it's like they have a relationship. Like it's like they have this thing. It's like Wolverine and Nightcrawler, where like Wolverine calls him Elf. Like I don't know why they call him Elf because I guess he reminds him of an Elf, but like. It was like that. Like, they kind of have an understanding. They're still not 100% with each other. But they kind of have an understanding. And, like I tell people, like, every time I watch Daredevil and Punisher, I'm like, dude, in the same universe, there's a, there's a walking tree. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, it's, uh, yeah. No, that's that's some funny shit. I would love to see Punisher and Rocket Raccoon meet. Just to not, not just like, no, just like, just to meet and just see what their dialogue would be like together. Because that would be fucking hilarious. And just have them just shoot motherfuckers. But, like, I can see Rocket Raccoon wearing a Punisher shirt. I see Rocket being a big Frank Castle fan. Yeah. <laughs> like, just being like, Frank Castle's the man. Like, I'm yeah. all about like, it. Like, I want to give you some shit. I've got some special shit. If I ever met you, I've got some shit I want to give you. Right. Like, I got you. Like, I got you. I got you. And then just, like, just doing like a trade-off. Like, dude, oh, oh no, you're going to love this. You're going to love this, Frank. I got you. Like, like, I see Rocket Raccoon being a big fan 
Like, like almost groupie status of Frank Castle. Like, consistently comparing, like, 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 Stalin, like, like, you ain't no Frank Castle, motherfucker. Frank Castle, like, I can see him doing shit like that. Like, yeah. him meeting him in the middle, like, I, I usually hate humans, but you're all right. You're cool. Like, like and do, do, like, some authority shit. Hey, you want to go kill some Nazis? I, I stole a time machine from this one planet. We can so cool, totally go and just kill all the Nazis Like, dude, want. let's just go and just kill a bunch of people, yo. Like, you know, we can do that. But it's funny... Um, with the Wonder Woman character we were talking about a minute ago, my fiance made a good point. And I didn't really notice this at first. I wasn't really looking for it. But you noticed that before she became Wonder Woman on screen, which even she agreed was like just awesome in comparison. It was great. But when she was playing as Diana, Mm -hmm. she was basically Catwoman. Yeah. And it made no sense how her lead up came in because you think about she stole the device from Bruce, right? And we don't think, I mean... She doesn't have super hearing or anything like that, right? She no. So, I understand. But somehow she knew to follow Bruce, who for no reason at all they let stay down near the servers, even when they came down and told him, "Hey, you're basically not supposed to be down here." They let him hang they out. Just, still. just kick it. Like, oh no, it's cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm Bruce Wayne. It's not my house or anything, but you know, whatever. I got it. That's all right. No, that. that. But she knew. For whatever reason, when the device was going, and they didn't have it tracked, even though for whatever reason Alfred could see the device yeah. and knew how long it would take and when it was done uploading everything, there was no tracker on it. Yeah. But Wonder Woman still knew enough to go steal it. Superman they explained it because he was able to hear Alfred. You know what I mean? Talk about yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. But they didn't really explain it. And then the weirdest part is when Batman grabs her by the arm mm-hmm. when she's walking through the party. Mm-hmm. Any other scene, if it was written well, she would have fucking flipped his ass. Like you do not put your hands on a woman. No, the seriously, fuck is wrong with I don't you? like that when she's not being Wonder Woman. She is typical Bond girl for for Bruce Wayne. Like that to me was extremely out of character for her because yeah. she's an ambassador. Yeah. She's a boss. Like you want to do that to like a Hillary Clinton. Yeah. So like, why the fuck would you do that to her? Like it's because she looks attractive. Like she she's a boss. Yeah. Like. And she wouldn't even allow it to. Like, yeah, she would have fallen for him. She would have gra- like, gra- grabbed his arm. And then, like, she was saying, she was like, even if you would have grabbed his arm and just started kind of, like, squeezing him up, like, motherfucker, hold up. You and put like, your hands on an Amazonian. Seriously, and when, and when Batman grabbed her, he should have, like, felt something. Like, fuck. Like, yeah. he grabbed Like, when arm. Jesse hit Superman on the chest, it's like, whoa, hey. Yeah, you like, don't you want to get a fight. fight with it. That's what God Um... I, you know, I want to talk about something because you know I've been talking with this dude online, and um, he's like, "What's going on with DC?" I, I like what this guy said who joined in our conversation. He made a really, really good point to me. He said the problem is these comic book movies have been coming out for years, even before Marvel jumped in. Mm-hmm. They have big name people attached to it, but they could not get it one hundred percent right. He said what Marvel did that was different was that they grabbed people that we really, like directors, like the writers and directors. They grabbed people that we really didn't know. Okay. Like, John Favreau was a direct, was an actor. Yeah. He was an actor. And then he said, hey, I want to do Iron Man. And they said, go do Iron Man. And yeah. they did it, and it was a fucking hit. Look at the Russo brothers. Who the fuck were the Russo brothers before fucking these movies? They've been doing movies and shows for years. I did some research. I'm like, dude, these guys been around for a minute. Like, yeah. basically what's going on? And then they just grabbed the young upstart, Coogler. Like, I'm seeing the pattern here. Wow, well, look at all the people that are attached to DC. Look at all the big name artist people and the big name directors. We got, um, 
We got um 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 all these people. We got Will Smith. We got all these people that get all these top-notch actors. And they and the guy made a good point. He said these guys have been around for years, and it feels like they're trying too hard to overact it instead of just saying fuck it. Let's just make something dope. We're not trying to win awards from this. We're not trying to get Oscars, even though that'd be cool. But we're not. We just want to make a movie for the see, fans. This is for you guys. See, and I think. Well, see, and I think the difference from that comes okay. from one thing that Marvel Studios is doing that I don't feel that DC is doing, and that's, well, that's a lot Marvel of Studios is overall, even with John Favreau, they're taking writers from the comics as well mm-hmm. for input and saying, you know, what is, and this is what they managed to capture. Mm-hmm. They managed to capture the essence of the character, and I've told people this online quite a few times: is if you can capture the essence of a character, you don't need to worry about where you put them. Right. You could put them in any situation. The storyline could be completely undone. It's just you want to feel like that's your character mm-hmm. in that situation. Mm-hmm. Where I think DC is allowing the director, which is why I think a lot of the problem with Batman vs Superman is Snyder's fault. Is they're allowing the director to say, this is my vision yeah. for the characters, not what is the character's essence. And he's like, look, well, I did reading and I did all of this. And people, somebody was quoting out like, well, this part of this, this one went back from the golden age mm-hmm. through the silver age mm-hmm. and called out just points. Like every scene, it's like, why would anybody want a collection of like different scenes to represent different ages mm-hmm. of a comic? When there's one overall overarching essence mm-hmm. to the character, and that's where I said you miss that if you write these one-shot Elseworlds type stories, right. and that's the problem I think that DC is having is that they don't have a team of people saying, "Look, this is who the character is in the comics." Right. Above all else, don't give a fuck what you do with him. Mm-hmm. You need to get this right. Yeah, I and agree. like you said, it feels like they're. As a result, the director's playing the director and the studio is playing off the big names. Yeah, you know we've got these big names. This person was in this movie, and we got this person in this movie. And no, get the fucking character right. Like I don't want to care who you got playing the role. I just care that I get to see Superman or Batman or Deadshot or Harley Quinn. Which Harley Quinn I think is actually going to be a pretty decent uh, character. I'm glad she got a Joyzy accent. Yeah, to me, that was a big part of the character. I try not to nitpick on stuff See, like that. To me, that's that, not you know nitpicking. I mean? To me, that's not nitpicking. That'd be just like if they did Rogue and she was in Southern. Yeah, remember, but like, get the fuck keep out of here. Mind, keep in mind, I'm okay with Black Widow. And remember, she tried that Russian accent in uh, Iron Man uh, 2, and it was horrible. And they did away with it. it. Nah, if you know it won't work, I, mm. get the, I get the choice. Because it was bad. Mm. And the movie was bad. And mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, don't get me wrong. If you if you have an actor that can portray ninety nine percent of it and just can't do that one thing, mm-hmm. I get taking the liberty as mm-hmm. long as you have the essence. And so far in the preview, compared to you know this past movie, mm-hmm. she feels more like Harley Quinn. We'll she see. doesn't feel as office you know broading sad Superman fucker. You oh, know what I mean? God, I get like, exactly what you're saying. I, I mean, if as long as like I said, as long as you have the essence, you can have to do anything. You can have him fight fucking Charlie in the Chocolate Factory for all I give a shit. As long as you have I the essence. Care, I, was, I mean, it'd be weird. <laughs> but shit. I get what you're saying. I get exactly what you're saying. Now, with Guy in the Flash, I honestly think they should scrap it. I I uh, I honestly say you have a Flash show that is popping. That people like. Ooh, he went you, there. You like people like it. 
You know, I, I, I'm a business major. I, you know, I can't help but look at things from a business standpoint. That's just me. And to me, I'm like, this is bad business. Why are you trying to compete with yourself? Yep. This doesn't make sense. This would be just like if they had a Captain America show that was off doing its own thing, and then they just have the movie one. You'd be like, wait, what? Like, wait, this doesn't make sense. <laughs> and like, that's pretty much what they're doing. I think they need to do one of two things. One, I think they need to just scrap it. Still have Flash, but have it be Grant Gustin. And, and, and just have him just join in. That can that can that can save you guys money, so you could do something else. Or if you still want to do the movie, if that's what you want to do, then just have it once again. Have it be Grant Gustin. You could have it be him traveling into this universe, meeting the the the, the Suicide Squad, meeting all these different people. That could be you could do a whole movie around that, and then you don't have to do it for the show. You could just have it just be for the movie and then have him be able to show up anytime needed because he's already traveling in different dimensions. He's already going to Supergirl's dimensions. You already have that down. Just do it again and just do it in the DC universe, DCU, and just have that be the thing. That's just my opinion. You, you know, you know? It, it, it's, it, it's kind of shitty that you went there because... Okay. That's 100% right. And it's (laughs) shitty that they didn't think about doing that before, where you could really, you really had a character that you could flesh out. And then making him different, even changing his powers a little bit, where now it seems like the light, like he gives off a lightning disturbance, which is just going to take you extra time to fucking explain and everything of that nature. It's like you're, like you said, you're fighting against yourself. Yeah. And, you know, even with Lex Luthor, I mean, I guess you saw something in Jesse Eisenberg that nobody else saw or still hasn't seen, but you guys could have just gone back and got Michael Rosenbaum, who I'm sure is not doing shit, <laughs> you know, and casted him as Lex Luthor. And I'm sure people would have liked it a whole lot better, but, oh, shit, I remember Smallville. And then, you know what? You'd have got residual sales on a show that you already fucking own. Seriously. And, and it would have tied all the universes together. Like, yeah. if they would have went with Grant Gustin and just have him show up in the, in the DC movies, you, you've now tied everything. Because he's been on Supergirl, and he's been on Arrow, and he showed up in Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. And you know if they ever do a Supergirl, they're not going to use that girl either. That's they're just going to be like, hey, look, we're just going to, um, we're going to make a random, let's make old Supergirl. Yeah, because who cares? It's just bad business. Like I said, I can't help yeah. but look at it from a bad, from a business standpoint. And I'm just like, why compete with yourself? This doesn't make sense. That'd be just like McDonald's building another brand that serves the same food. <laughs> and we're going to call it Donald's call Mac. Do- yeah, just something else. Donald's it's like, Mac. But it serves the same food. Yeah. You're like, of, wait, why are you doing this? Instead of double quarter pounder, we're going to call it double one-fourth pounder. Which like, oh, yeah, <laughs> just change things just slightly. Just slightly. Because one of the best things about The Flash is his supportive cast. So the, so then The Flash movie is not going to have that same supportive cast. Yeah. And so it's like, now you're forcing people Dude. to choose. Because someone, I highly doubt it, but someone's going to prefer the movie over the show. You know what would be dope as shit, too? Mm-hmm. Then here's how I would do it. Is at the end of one of the seasons before the Justice League movie comes out, right? Mm-hmm. I would have the Flash, like you know, I mean, technically he's without speed, whatever. But I would have the Flash 
do like running, chasing somebody super fast, and then pop out of the dimension. And then in the movie, I'd have them pop right in. No, seriously. And like you say, because it's technically, even if you want to separate the two universes mm-hmm. to a degree, mm-hmm. so you can go back and do the show without having the yeah. Justice League in the back, you have them basically, you know, you're just in the shit now. Like you said, and you, you just fucking to, pop up. And, and you, you don't know have who to mention is. anything about the movie at all. You yeah. can just have him come back and he'll just be like on fire or like flank, like smoke coming out of him. Yeah. And they'd be like, dude, what happened? And he'll just be like, you wouldn't believe me if I told you. Just end it. Yeah. <laughs> end it right there. Yeah. You don't need to do anything else. Exactly. You don't have to explain. Like, yeah, like I've told people about the time travel or time because they've already done this. Yeah. Where he told people about what happened with alternate versions and, you know, it's kind of fucked with them a little bit and he's not supposed to do that. So, but I can't say anything. I can't, like you said, you wouldn't believe me. If I told you, and boom, done. And then you have a character that has backstory, has reality, has a base. Yes. And like I said, that's where you have the essence of a character. And it goes with DC because DC has always done the multiple universes thing. Yeah. They've always done that. It's been a big part of, you know, of the of the DCU, uh, multiversity. So it's like, why yeah. not just roll with that? Yeah. And then you can do shows with Legends of Tomorrow where they're going to visit all the different universes. And then you can have something big like the Antimonitor show up. And then all of them could come together because he's trying oh, to destroy all nah. the realities. DC, hire us. <laughs> I mean, we're here, bro. We can we're help here. you. We will make you great. Y'all need help. You want to bring in billions of dollars per film? We'll you take you to two. Help. You will shit on Marvel movies. And I'm not in the end of think this. I'm a Marvel dude. Yes, I am. But I respect and I like. A lot of stuff. I'm an DC all universe did. guy. No, I'm an all universe guy, dude. I got a whole bunch of DC books here. I Every DC too. book I listed, you were like, "This is true." Nah, I don't have this that. is true. I, I give you that. That's because re- no. In all honesty, I'm just holding off before uh, rebirth. That's all. No, I feel I'm you. Just I feel holding you. off. I mean, I, I, I want to read more DC. Yeah. And I'm hoping rebirth lets me read more DC. Because yeah. right now, I'm like, I, I can't follow you into this. I can't follow you. Like, I'm not. No. So. We'll see from there. Either way, DC, hire us. Because y'all don't know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. And her, here's the position. And I'm going to give you so much help. Creative consultants. Mm-hmm. When you guys get an idea, you run it by us. <laughs> we will fix your idea. Tell you what you should actually do. And you will make more money as a result. That's Just how it saying. works. You know what I mean? Just you will saying. have a return on investment. Something Snyder can't promise you. Ouch. Oh, I'm not trying. To, I'm not trying to dig on Schneider because I am. You suck, and it's kind of really hard to push you any lower than you really got. And don't get me wrong. And this is the hard part about it. Uh-huh. I enjoyed watching 300. I enjoyed watching. Great. I enjoyed watching Watchmen. Watchmen was but, great. Uh, directing and you know shots aside, don't get me wrong. There was some decent cinema, cinematography, whatever the fuck you want to call. I don't even need to know the name to know that you fucked up at the shit, but. You Something did. Wrong? You missed the. No, I was saying cinematography. Oh, like the Superman. way he did some of the scenes. But it's like. But speaking the, of the clutch for Zack Snyder, that was the one where he started to get creative control. See, in Three Hundred, he had people helping oh. him out. See, I, I kind of saw a sucker punch, and it was. It's it's trash, and he came up with the concept, the name, everything was Zack Snyder. That's when I'm like, why would you give the rights to him to Superman? And and you can Google this, all you people watching, all you viewers, you can Google this shit. Um, Zack Snyder has is known for years to talk shit about. Now nah, I'm not doing Superman. I'm not doing Superman. I don't like Superman. So basically, the Superman we see in Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman is his Superman. It's like his version of it. 
Kind of like how Nolan tried to do his version of the Batman universe. He tried to do the same thing with Superman, but failed. Yep. That's Very all true. it was. Very true. And, he, I mean, he went on record saying that he didn't believe that Superman worked. Yeah. And, you know, he's like, it's kind of unrealistic. It's like, motherfucker, you writing fiction. Like, what don't you get about that? This ain't real. Well, he was, he's known to say, well, I don't like that he's a Boy Scout. I don't like that he just does whatever's Look, right. He right. doesn't actually belong to the Boy Scouts. He does what's <laughs> right because, I mean, think about it. He was raised in middle America. He wasn't raised like you were raised probably, in, you know, in, in the real world. Mm-hmm. He was raised in the idealistic Kansas of America with a mm-hmm. loving mother and loving father who you went out of your way to have him let his dad die, and that was part of your whole thing because... That ain't really ever happened before. No. I'm not sure where that fucking came from. But I'll tell you this. Schneider would probably do a great Hyperion movie. I told Supreme you, I power Hyperion. Week. I said that last week. Batman vs. Superman is the greatest uh, Hyperion vs. Nighthawk movie I've ever seen. Oh. Like, like, I, was I like, mean, wow. of course, Nighthawk wouldn't have stopped at Martha. I mean, that would be a dead moment. Nah, he would have been like, oh. He'd be like, oh, my mom's got the same name. Cool. Hey, <laughs> did you, hey, did you, uh, you know, it's kind of funny, though. Did you uh, ever play uh, DC Universe Online? No, but I do have it. I okay. haven't gotten on it, though. Well, if much. you get a chance, and maybe I'll show you. I don't know if I've installed on this PC. I know I have it on my laptop. But uh-huh. if you get a chance, the scene where the Kryptonite Spear, I think he took from DC Universe Online. Because Lex Luthor does that to Superman. He actually the, kills the Superman part? in the beginning part. Like, right when you create your character, mm-hmm. he basically stabs Superman with a spear. He has a Kryptonite Spear. Legitimate oh, kryptonite spear stabs him and does what he does. It's just ah, but loser does it badass though. He's like ah. I was telling uh, my fiance, I was like, that's what they should have done. That's how they should have interstarted the movie mm-hmm. and then taken it back, like they do in the cartoon. Where like you need to save this world right. because you guys will be heroes, and then have him be cool because killing Superman in the first movie was stupid as fuck. Hey. Yeah, and they kind of shot their, I hate to say it, but shot their wide a little too quickly. I'm like, there's no connection to this character. So his death was just like... Don't mean shit. Meh. Like, like, Superman's death, like, a lot of you might be too young, but Superman's death in the early 90s was... 1992. 92. Was a big deal. Like, this was some serious shit. Like, it was in the news. Like... That was like one. I think that was like the first time, like comic books, they were talking about in the news, like, like, dude, they're killing Superman, and like, like, legitimately killing like, Superman legitimately, in a way that's never been done before. Yeah, and DC kept saying, "No, he's dying." And everyone's like, "Okay, but this is gonna happen, right? Like, he's gonna eventually die and come back." And they're like, "No, he's dying." <laughs> and they did it. They killed him. And I don't like that they use kryptonite to kill. Um, um, God, I hate calling him Doomsday, because that wasn't Doomsday. Oh, you're talking about the Orc. Oh, God. Uh, you're talking about the Orc Abom- from Lord of the Rings. Uh, no, we can't call him Abomination. Uh, Abomination uh, was sick. Uh, can't call him Hulk. Uh, Bizarro's odd. Bizarro's odd. Bizarro. And I that's Bizarro. That's a, oh, God damn it. Bizarro. Bizarro. Like a fucked up burrito. No, I'm not. I was going to say it like a Spanish dish. Mm. Right, let me get the Bizarro, homie. Yeah. <laughs> got a Bizarro with some vodka. We got Bizarro's. We got that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, that's what that is going to piss me off. I'm like, why did you do Doomsday? That could have been Bizarro. Like, why did you? This makes sense. Let's look through me, Bizarro. And he made it from the DNA of Kryptonians. Like, this could have been bizarro. Like, you guys fucked up. Like, god damn it. It's true. Anyways, DC, get your shit together. I'm hearing Aquaman do about the dip. 
Because yeah. he's like, it ain't worth it for no Aquaman. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, you know, I can only kill so many people in a movie. And you want the Flash to kill 2.3 billion people in this movie? And the murders? Yeah, that's what Snyder The DC murders? I was like, we need to have him start out snapping necks at super speed, all right? Because if he doesn't kill at least 2 million people, I mean, what kind of threats are you going to be? And stop having Batman. Batman doesn't kill. I don't care. What you have to say? Yeah, Batman in this movie is a murder motherfucker. I don't care what you've seen. I don't care what you watched. I, I, I shit on that. <laughs> shit on everything. Oh no, all that. I don't give a fuck. Batman does not kill. And he Batman in this movie, lives. I mean, he shoots. He'll be like, "Well, he's kind of manslaughter." If you shoot a Gatling gun at a group of motherfuckers, you killed them. I don't give a fuck what you think. Well, technically, manslaughter. Yeah, there's no accuracy in the Gatling gun. And if you're not smart enough to know that, you ain't really a tactician. And, of course, this Batman didn't feel like a tactician. But Batman was a murdering-ass motherfucker, right? He, like, blew a nigga up! And like, I said, <laughs> like I said earlier, though, it makes it made him feel less tactical the way Seriously. he handled things. Seriously. He didn't feel... Like, I mean, the car chase scene was perfect. It was like, dude, you're fucking up people's boats. You yeah. run through motherfucking buildings Seriously. and shit. You're tossing Seriously. cars in the fucking truck. Like, dude, you it's- cost... Fucking Gotham more money than Superman ever could have. And seriously, someone made a good point. He was like, dude, you talk that Batman got mad at Superman for all his destruction. I'm like, that's all Batman did was <laughs> Fuck up shit. <laughs> that's all that Batman did. Fuck up shit. Oh, just destroy property, yeah, no, kill is. people. And the scene that really irked me the most was when Superman and Batman first meet. Because Batman's chasing those dudes and Superman stops him just to like have his little pissing contest. I'm like, so, so Superman, you just gonna let the bad guys get away? That's <laughs> like you just you just gonna let they're just gonna get away just oh, so look. you could just have and, a little conversation. And you notice Batman went immediately for murderous intent too because he saw Superman, he sees him in the look of his eye, and instead of stopping, he hits the gas harder. Yeah, which you know, don't be wrong. I mean, and if if he was Nighthawk, that would have been dope. Yeah, but the idea would have been like. Well, shit! I might need to preserve this fucking bat car to deal seriously, with Seriously, seriously. Because I got a Gatling gun on the front of this thing. A better scene. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. This is what I meant when I said earlier in this podcast that there was a better movie hidden in here. This is what I mean. A better scene would have been Superman just picking the guys up and throwing them somewhere. <laughs> and then Superman Batman stops like, "Whoa, what the fuck?" And then Superman threats him. That's a threat for your ass, nigga. You've been chasing these dudes for ten minutes. I just ended it just now, nigga. Imagine what I can do to you. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, this exactly. is what I mean when I say hidden in this movie is a better one. <laughs> like they had the right idea, but then Snyder came and just said, "Yeah, what if he did this instead of this?" And like someone should have been there and have been like, "Nah, bro, nah, man, that that ain't the move. That ain't the move." And that should be us. So hire, <laughs> hire us, man. Hey, look, you know, I mean, I'm all for it, you know, and um, I will more than happily, you know, give you guys all the advice in the world. Um, between me and Taz, we could really, I mean, we could bring you guys back into the Billion Dollar Club. Yeah, you know, I mean, possibly two billion. You know, I don't want to toot my own horn, but toot, toot, motherfuckers. We can do a better <laughs> job. All right? Toot, toot, motherfuckers. <laughs> 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 oh, right. man. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, anything uh, else to talk about? Any other news? Uh, no, um, Civil, like I said, Civil War's coming out this weekend. We haven't been harping too much on it because it looks really good. Um, definitely, if you haven't got your tickets already, you'll probably be seeing it by next week some point in time yeah. because it's selling out pretty quick. Uh, plenty of people are hoping to see it. Um, aside from that, 
Um, I don't think we got too many announcements this week. Um, there's the standard race issues about who's playing who yes, and what yes. movies. Um, on this week's episode um, of Cut That Shit Out, <laughs> hashtag. Oh shit, dear, 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 my brothers, and by that I mean people. You know, yeah, Black Fist. You know, cut out the fuckery. Um, s- stop complaining. I, I don't want to say that. It, it makes me feel bad. But, you know, when they announced Punisher this week, um, I saw a lot of people saying, man, all I'm seeing is white people. Where are we getting the people of color? Italians is the white version of Negroes. I don't know what y'all are so upset about. It's Frank Castellino. Um, Castle is a shorter name that he used to get out of the Italian game. We're getting Black Panther. Okay. He's showing up this year. And from what everyone's telling me, Black Panther steals the movie. Show them next week. Hey, they, they did this on purpose. They knew y'all, mother, y'all black motherfuckers were going to watch this. <laughs> they, they, they knew that brothers were going to see this. Okay. This was all strategery. <laughs> strategery is not a word, but I'm using it. Strategery. I mean, they even announced this week. The Russell brothers said just straight up, we got approved to do Civil War because of Batman versus Superman. They, they admitted it this week in an interview. They said, DC threw out their gauntlet. We threw out ours. Yep. Because, because let's be honest, they did Batman versus Superman to destroy Marvel. That was the whole point. That's why they didn't build nothing up. Yep. Their whole, the whole. Because when you think about it, they should have. Yeah, they should have. Those yeah. are two much more iconic. Like that movie right now should be sitting at one and a half billion and still going strong. Seriously, I'm like, dude, you can't even do a billion with like, this. That's not it. No, I mean, all all like movie hate aside. Those characters are that iconic. It's so Those are A plus characters. Like, you would need to do a movie with Spider-Man, Wolverine, and all the motherfucking X-Men to combat something like that. And like you said before, they sold off their A characters. This is, you know, a B-list character set when you look at sales from mm-hmm. back in the day mm-hmm. that they've turned into A-list. Yeah. And that's what I mean when I'm saying, mm-hmm. you know... They, they, they knew what they were doing. So they threw everything. They, they pretty much walked up to the Marvel Studios and said, let us just let us just have full reign on this. Yeah. Let us take these characters that we usually... We're still going to make it a Captain America movie. But let, let us... They, they've thrown out their gauntlet. Let's throw out ours. And yep. they did it, and it's going to work. What do you mean going? It's already working. Yeah. And so we're getting Black Panther. They announced that Ryan Coogler, the guy who did Creed, is not only writing it but also directing it, and and not only that, we're getting Luke Cage this year. Yep. Now I'm saying Barry Mordo is a brother. I'm, I'm saying Barry Mordo. Yes, thank you. You had Barry Mordo is a brother. Barry Barry Mordo is a brother. So we're getting Oscar nominated. We're getting <laughs> people. Now I understand there should be more. I completely, absolutely agree. But they gotta film this shit first. Nigga, relax. Yeah, don't leave. They have to film it. Can they film it? (laughs) Can they film the movie? (laughs) Can they film it first? But here's another question. Why? And this is what I hate about it is when you do have a character announced, like for example, Punisher. Did you want them to change Punisher to be a brother or something like that? I mean, is it that fucking? Are we like that hard up? You know. I mean, (laughs) my thing is. I mean, it's. I mean, dude, uh, dude just, is an Italian. I mean, he's an Italian. I mean, he, his character mm-hmm. 
has ties to the Italian gangsters. I mean, it's part of his entire background, right? Is having ties to the mobs and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. Because part of his background, I mean, he was born Frank Castellone. Mm-hmm. And he was born Italian, a big oh. ass fucking Italian dude. Mm-hmm. Which, if anybody, if you know anything about any race, Italians is basically like the white version of brothers. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and, could argue that. Yeah, and I mean, changing them to be black, you know. I mean, if you guys want that, we'll change the ancient one to be black. We'll change Strange to be black. We'll change um, Dormammu to be black. We'll get Galactus back. We'll change no, him to be really black to because seem, it's still it's just stupid. It's really starting to seem like you guys will only be happy. When everyone's going to be black. And let's be honest, it's not going to happen. Um, that's just Hollywood. That's not Marvel. And like I said, I completely agree there should be more. But they're working on it. they got to film it first. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you talking I about? Mean, my, basically, my argument yeah. is stop acting like they're not doing anything. Because now you're just being preposterous. Like, now you're being like... And I'm not even... Um, um, I'm not even, like, being a dick about it. Like, I'm like, dude, like, I didn't even mention War Machine and Falcon. So, like... Y'all got two brothers. That's two more brothers. No, there's three brothers in that movie. That's that's a gang on the streets. Like, if you walking down with three brothers on the street, you will be pulled over. Yeah. That's dangerous for Hollywood to do. Yeah. All right? And they're doing it. Yeah. How you gonna be upset about that? Like, I mean, these things... T- you see, and this is what I was saying. This other brother agreed with me on this. He said, it seems like a lot of these people don't read comic books. I'm feeling, feeling the same way because if you've been reading comic books the way that I've been reading comic books, pretty much, I'm 33 now. I've been reading since I was three, so 30 years. You would know that representation is at an all-time high. Now than ever. Ever before. Didn't like ever. I used to think they didn't have brown or black ink. Like <laughs> I was like, like damn, there's a shortage. Like, Maybe it's because they use it, it on all the words. Let's keep it real. <laughs> black Panther's been around fifty fucking years. Yep. He's never had masks and shit that kids can buy until this year. Yep. Like Black Panther niggas are talking about Black Panther about to have the number one comic book, my nigga. When the fuck is Black oh, Panther had the number one comic beating Batman? Nigga, are you serious? He did that. He did when? that. Was it the original no, hunter? No, 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 I'm saying he. I'm, no, I'm oh, saying, you're talking about like, that? Yeah, no, yeah, he did that. Like, he told, like, that's legitimate like, truth. He's like, done should that. there be more? Yes, but you have to vote with your money. And we're starting. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not making an excuse for Marvel. I'm not mm-hmm. saying give them a cookie. What I'm saying is stop acting like they're not doing anything. Because I just gave you three examples this year alone. <laughs> and then we're not even gonna throw in Storm coming out for X Men. We're not even gonna throw that in there. And I posted it. I posted the other day. I said, "Why is everyone getting on only DC about this? I mean, Marvel about this? No one's getting on DC." Yeah, it's true. Well, that's because DC used to have uh, ethnic characters, and they killed them all. <laughs> I mean, they used to have Russian characters. They had a lot of Asian characters. They had a lot. I mean, and from like random places, they had Iranian characters, Middle East. I mean, all over. You know what I'm saying? And you know what they did? They're like, hey, look, Final Crisis. All the white people live. Congratulations. (laughs) No, I'm just saying, I'm keeping it 100. Like, the only way that Marvel, that DC had to throw uh, diversity in there, which they did, they made Deathshot, Deathshot, Deathshot Deathshot Black, which is cool. 
I could argue, okay, what's the point of making him black if he's only going to be black in the movies? Yeah, and not in the comic book. That's my argument on that. Yeah. Because I'm like, but, if you're going to make him black, nigga, make but, him black. But I And I do have to give them some props. They are pushing for the effort because now they have, uh, they have the uh, Latina uh, Green Lantern in a power yeah. ring. They have the uh, Simon Baz, who I want to say is like Arabic. An Arabic. Yeah, he's yeah. Muslim. Um, and I don't know why he has have, a gun, though. Then they changed Wally now to be a brother, which deleted yeah, all see, his you're talking about the books, which they are going for. Oh, no, no, I, yeah, I'm just, no, they also in the show. Uh, Wally's brother. Well, Wally's black in the yeah, show. Wally's black in the I'm, show. I'm, 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 saying sure. I'm saying they're starting to mix it yeah, up a little bit. Yeah. And for whatever reason, they're not doing it in the you know, movie, which and would I'm, be I'm pretty sure that they're going to go with the Latina uh, Green Lantern, because I'm wondering why Green Lantern isn't in Justice League. That in the movie coming out, I'm like, that's a big, big gap there. Like for them to not be on there. So, um, you know, like well, people are really pressuring Marvel to do this. Marvel, Marvel, Marvel. Like, yeah, there's more. There's a lot of diversity in um in a Suicide Squad, but they're villains. <laughs> Oh well, yeah. Because I mean, come on now. You can so, you can see ethnic people committing crimes though. Low credit scores, criminals. That DC feels you could believe. That's what. That's why I think when people keep trying to argue with me with that. Well, well, DC. Well, well, Suicide Squad is only their third movie, and it has a lot of diversity. They're fucking villains. Hey, hey now <laughs> let me ask you this: Are they going to allow them to have the same kill count? As Batman and Superman, they better. <laughs> I'm concerned. They're gonna be I'm lesser. Concerned. They're gonna be lesser killers. <laughs> I'm concerned. I'm still waiting for someone to give me a valid reason how we have a universe where Superman kills and Batman kills, but Lex Luthor's just out here still. <laughs> and Joker, he didn't even. I love how he didn't even brand his ass. Like he didn't even brand him. He like, like, He's like, you get a pass. This is not adding. I'm like, he's known to be a killer. He's known for branding people. Why did Lex Luthor get a pass? He did worse than all these guys combined. (laughs) I mean, he he blew up a whole courthouse full of people. He killed innocent people. He created monsters. He kidnaps old women. Why is he still breathing? (laughs) That's why I'm just extremely confused. We keep going back to Batman vs. Superman. Anyways, cut that shit out. Look, people. We're, we're, it's coming, okay? They gotta film the shit first. Can they, they film it? Can they film it? And you know, there's <laughs> certain rights that they're getting back, so we'll probably, you know, down the road here a little bit, we'll probably see a Miles Morales Spider Man start to I'm enter. Saying. You know, now that they're in talks with Sony for, you know, some working together. And, you know, they lost one of their biggest diversity teams, which is the X Men. And I you said know, it they once. sold them off. I've said it twice. I'll say it till I'm blue in the face. X-Men never get the respect they they deserve for diversity. They did diversity when it wasn't cool to do diversity. They did diversity. And like I tell people, they did real diversity. As in, there's a dude from Ireland. There's a dude from Japan. There was a chick from Africa. There was a dude from Canada. There was a dude from Germany. Like, to me, that's real diversity. As in, diversity as in not just American. Yeah, and they weren't, yeah, they weren't American versions of those races. Exactly. They came from those countries. It was real diversity. You had them over. And they dealt with that. Like, they went back to their home countries. They dealt with me. They were out. They not just like from other countries, mm-hmm. they were outcasts in their other countries. So they dealt with the racism, they dealt with the hatred of being mutants, yes. they dealt with every part of 
the issues of diversity Seriously. that you could possibly deal with. And I, like you said, they don't get the credit that they deserve for that. They don't. And that's you what know? I'm saying. All these people caping for my diversity. I just asked them one question. Do you read X-Men? You, you don't read X-Men? Well, then there you go. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like you don't read X-Men, but you're all about diversity. Diver- the X-Men mm. is the most diverse group mm. ever of all time. You can't even hold a candle to them. They got people true. from everywhere. Like, very X-Men true. even had Southern niggas. They had Southern people on that group. They do. Like, Cannonball. Fucking. That's what I want. I, want, I can't wait for new niggas. Fucking I Gambit. Me Gambit. We had a rogue. We, we had a white dude. I'm Cajun. <laughs> I'm fucking white, bitch. Oh, mm-hmm. man. But, so, all right. Time for us to get into books. Yes. Book time. So, Book uh, time. you want to uh, start it off? I'll kick it off. Uh, let's start kick it off with Standoff. Yeah, oh, there that, we go. Oh, yeah, that kind of shows up. <laughs> it kind of shows up. That was weird. It, like, almost completely disappeared. This was the end of uh, the assault on Pleasant Hill. It kind of just stops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is fine, but that's not what I want to talk about. Uh, we now have... It was a random moment, but, like, we now have a new uh, Quasar. Yes, we do. And, um, and for those of you who don't know, Quasar is pretty much Marvel's Green Lantern. Yellow Lantern. Why? Because his constructs are yellow? Yeah, they're all yellow. But, okay. <laughs> but the yellow and Lantern, he's always afraid of shit. But it's yellow, like, <laughs> well, Wendell's a bitch, though. Wendell Vaughn is a bitch. I like them because he had the whitest name in comic book Wendell. Wendell Vaughn. And, and he worked in an office at the <laughs> Baxter building. <laughs> I have a great job, guys. Wendell I have a great job. Vaughn was like the coolest dude. So now we have a new Quasar uh, who is a woman. I honestly have no problem with this. Um, I, I, I just hope they actually do something with her. Like, I just hope they don't just do this just to say, hey, guys, look at what we do. I just hope it's not a publicity stunt. Okay, you're going to make her a chick now. A chick now. I want to see her with the Guardians of the Galaxy. I want to see her probably get her own book. But I've always liked the concept of Quasar with the photon bands and all that. I've always liked the concept of that. But uh, I'm hoping they expand on it more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I Like I said, I like the, the whole Cosmic Cube thing. I thought it was interesting because it's been a while since we've seen like the Shaper of Worlds, mm-hmm. uh, who was a comic Cosmic Cube who became sentient. So, mm-hmm. you know, opening that back up was interesting. Uh, it was an interesting read. Um, I think the fallout of this will be better than the book overall. Yeah. But I think it was more of just kind of a leader into other things. Yeah, because we're getting Thunderbolts after this. Yeah, you're getting um, a new Thunderbolts team. Civil War. Um, you know, Civil War is coming from the fallout of this. Um, you had you had a non-superhero try to take superhero measures being Rhea Hill, which is kind of, it's a little different. Normally mm-hmm. it's a superhero who, you know, tries to step outside of their bounds and does something wrong. So mm-hmm. having a, you know, government official do it, I think, changes things a little bit. Because normally right. it's a superhero slash vigilante, which, you know, oh, this uh, is kind of good. I, and I like it because I don't like that, you know, just for the movie's sake, they were trying to make the superheroes buddy-buddy with S.H.I.E.L.D. And I don't like that because the whole concept of S.H.I.E.L.D. is to check these niggas. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Nick Fury won't be having that shit. Like, for real. Like, so I like that. I only respect Captain America. That's it. Like, for real, because Cap's practically a shield agent going through. Like, that's the whole concept of it. Oh, no, that, but he's a soldier. He yeah, respects exactly. soldiers. Like, you yeah. know what it yeah, is to be true. in the thick of things. That's true. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, you know what? We'll skip past one. Um, 
We'll go right over to all new Wolverine. Good stuff. Um, guest starring the unbeatable Squirrel Girl. Now yeah. I can tell you, when I first saw guest starring the unbeatable Squirrel Girl, I was worried about this book. Uh-huh. Um, this is issue seven. Mm-hmm. First issue, six issues have been really good. Yeah. However, after reading the issue, I really liked it. Uh-huh. I thought this was one of Squirrel Girl's best appearances because they made her quirky mm-hmm. but reasonable. They didn't have her become overpowered in the episode because she's essentially like One Punch Man. She gets like really <laughs> yeah. overpowered, and they're like, "You beat up Doom and Thanos and Galactus, and holy shit, you beat up the Living Tribunal! Oh, yeah. you beat up the writers of the comic books! You're uh, the best girl, girl!" And don't get me wrong, I think it's funny to a degree, but mm-hmm. it's not like normally good writing. She <laughs> was written into the story very well. Mm-hmm. It's cute because she shows up with like a little actual Wolverine, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, and. They have some good dialogue. They do some kind of touching moments where Laura reflects... Laura Kinley, a.k.a. X-23, a.k.a. New Wolverine, mm-hmm. reflects back on, you know, her times with Logan. Mm-hmm. You know, because she has one of her clones um, living with her. And it's it's kind of like, like a, a small younger, version of her, yeah. yeah. it's like a younger version, but she doesn't have her powers and right. shit. Right. Um, so she's looking out for her, and you kind of see some touching moments with that. Um, it's still a really good book. It's mm-hmm. still written really well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably one of my, you know, it's easily one of my favorite books that comes out when it does. Same. Um, I enjoy it, and I recommend mm-hmm. it easily. Um, I mean, if they I, can make Squirrel Girl cool, then you know it's written well. Yeah, and trust me, that little unbeatable guest starring kind of worried me. But um, I say this book is still easily a 9 out of 10. Um, there's less action in this one, but it was still, like I said, it's still a solid read. It was fun. I enjoyed it. I still, um, um, I still, I call this book the tour of the Marvel Universe because every single issue she's meeting a new member of the Marvel Universe. And I usually hate it when they do it, but I really like this one because Laura's been around for a minute now and, um, she hasn't really done anything with anything outside of the X-Men. So I like to see her... Because whether we want to admit it or not, the X-Men are in the same universe as the Avengers, no matter what Marvel's trying to make us believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I hear that's going away, by the way. Oh, God, um, thank I God. I hear that's going away. Um, but, Couldn't uh, go away any sooner, man. Yeah, yeah, same. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I love that book as well. Shout out to Tom Taylor, a big fan of his work. Um, my next choice, I, I think it's official. I have a new favorite book. I've really liked this book since this first came out. I've really liked this character for years. And that's Doctor Strange. Bam. Um, two-parter. Two-parter. Um, the last days of... Ma- first off, I want to do this first thing first. The last days of magic. Pretty much what's going on is that magic in the Marvel Universe is dying. And I like how pretty much this book is showing a bunch of key characters that are going to be in this story arc. And we meet a bunch of cool characters. Uh, I met a wizard wearing a luchador mask. I almost, like, died of nerdgasm. Like, holy fucking shit. Mm-hmm. A Mexican wizard wearing a luchador mask. Sign me up. Where do I sign? Yes. Um, the chick with the guns. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I love that they gave her an origin. That her mother... A legitimate origin. Like, it was a great origin. Mm-hmm. Like, her mother was a sorceress, but her dad was a cop. Mm-hmm. And her dad died. Her mom died. I like how she woke up. And her mom had, had like pink hair. And the daughter had regular hair. And then the mom died. And then the, and the daughter woke up. And she just had pink hair. Like, whoa, what the fuck happened? Yeah. And But she really didn't want to do the magician shit. She wanted to be a cop like her dad. 
but she she got inherited. She inherited her mom's powers, so she like has guns that shoot spells. I'm like, nigga. <laughs> I'm like, this yeah. is amazing. It's fucking hilarious you bring that up. So I created a character the other day in DC Universe Online, mm-hmm. and <laughs> before I read this book, he's a dual pistol welding sorcerer. That's awesome. <laughs> and That's I read amazing. this, and I was like, dude, because it sounded so cool. Yeah, they thought it was so cool. cool. That, they, that he that she shoots spells. Wow. Like nigga. I mean, I, I can't, can't shoot spells sadly, but you know, she's cool than <laughs> my character. And she's called the Woo. I'm a Wu Tang fan, so yeah. like, I'm fucking with it. Yeah. Um, I like dope. how there's like a Buddhist doom. Yeah, that shit was fucking crazy. Like yeah. there's like this, and they, and they tied it in yeah. to the actual doom. Yeah, like, and like the doom coming they, in. It was, it was from the temple that taught doom magic in the first place. And I love how the caption goes. Like one day, Victor Von Doom went and he was going to go discover magic, and he ran to this temple and they taught him magic, and he repaid them back by killing them all, yeah. <laughs> killing all but one, all but one, all but one. And, like, he has the Doom mask. I, it makes me want to learn more. Yeah. Like, I want to tell me more. Why does he keep the Doom mask? It's almost like Doom kept him alive because he said, I need a witness. I need someone to go around telling people what I did. And yeah. it drove him crazy. Yeah. And it drove him And nuts. that's his, it's almost like it's his shame. Yeah. He wears like, it in shame. Like, God damn, this was fucking fantastic. It was good. I'm sorry. Was... I didn't mean to get excited like that, but I just love... Really good storytelling. And let's be honest, Doctor Strange has been out here, bruh. Like, this just goes to show I have, this, a while. I have this saying I've been saying for years. There's no such thing as bad characters, just bad writers. Like, you could take a character that no one gives a shit about and just make them awesome. Yeah. And all you need is just someone to give a shit. Someone to say, I care about this character. Let's make them awesome. And that's what they're doing with Doctor Strange. Basically, because they got to sell this movie coming out. There's already a lot of talk about it. A lot of hype about it. A lot of, like, controversy with it. But controversy sells. All these people talking shit about the Doctor Strange movie. Shut the fuck up. You're still going to watch it. <laughs> you can pretend that you're not, but you are. So, uh, Doctor Strange. Highly recommend it. I want a magician corner of the Marvel Universe. I want a magic book. We have the Scarlet Witch book. I want a magic book. I want Nico to get a book. I think, and I think that's kind of what this book is doing right I'm now. I'm hoping so. Like you're saying, the um, you didn't hint on it, but the Doctor Strange number seven book then starts tying everything together, and you find out that magic isn't dying; right. it's being destroyed. Yeah. And with it being destroyed, basically, you have the opposing sciences, mm-hmm. and they start to kind of go in a little bit, not fully fleshed out. Um, the leader mm-hmm. of the force that's destroying mm-hmm. uh, magic, and mm-hmm. you know, go ahead. We'll reveal more later, but go ahead and pick up the book for sure. But it's starting to bring everybody. I mean, like Damian Hellstorm, yeah. Magic, uh, Ilion Rasputin, yeah, Brother Voodoo, and all these magic-based characters together, even <laughs> ones that just had like little one-shot things. And yeah. it's very interesting to see, you know, because like I said, there's a price for magic. There's always yeah. a price that you pay. And this is magic on its last ropes. Because none of these people without magic have any powers. And I like that because magic's been around in the Marvel Universe forever. But they never really, like, talked about it. Right. They never really spoke on it. And in the past issue of Doctor Strange, I love how they pretty much nailed it down. That pretty much when Doctor Strange was being taught, I hope they do this in the movie. It seems like they're going that way. Um, more, uh, you know, um, 
Doctor Strange has always been linked to some sort of like, you know, like um, kung fu style type thing. And pretty mm-hmm. much his teacher, the ancient one, is teaching him. He was like, just throw a punch. Try to punch me. Punch me, punch me, punch me. And Doctor Strange punches the dude. And then he gets hit hella hard. And like Doctor Strange is like, what the fuck? Like, why, why did you hit me? Like, you told me to hit you. Why'd you hit me back? And I love his explanation. He's like, all magic it takes something. Like, every time you hit something using magic, it's going to hit you just as hard. So, he has to prepare his body. Yep. He has to eat disgusting food because when he uses magic, it takes a toll on his body. Yeah. So, he has to eat shit to preserve his body. Like, that's just amazing to me. Yeah. Like, I like that. Like, that's just great to me. And I love to see that being shown for everyone else in the Marvel Universe. You know, it's, it, it is phenomenal. It's a great read. Um, I think that, you know, we need more books like that. And yes. speaking of great reads, Carnage, Carnage, number seven. And this book, um, this book is still very fucking interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, the first few issues of Carnage, you know, it kind of seemed like it was going to be just a little miniseries. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was good enough that they fleshed it out into, uh, you know, an actual ongoing book right now as it sits. Um, uh, I don't think we're limited to a certain oh, number of no, I was I was told that this was ongoing. Yeah, I think it's ongoing yeah, now, it's right? Ongoing. Yeah. yeah, it's ongoing. Um, it is great. It, it still reads like a horror book. Yes. Um, it's basically uh, Carnage is your main villain. He's kind of given, uh, I think, in the limelight he shines. Yeah. Um, because he's like, uh, he's like basically, what if Joker got actual superpowers? Yeah. And he, I mean, it's really hard to say how good it is because it's it's a fun fucking read for being such a horror movie. It's yeah, and that's what I said. <laughs> When they first officially announced Carnage, I was like, if they do it like a horror-themed book, that would be fantastic. Like, that would be great. I hope I wish DC would do the same with Joker. Like, I would like to know... Like, I could, I could read a good book on just the Joker doing his thing. I've always said for years that Carnage is Marvel's Joker. Right. Like, he is their Joker. That's why I'm really glad that, you know, the MCU has gotten Spider-Man back because Spider-Man has great villains that... Habits that still haven't been touched yet, and Carnage is one of them. Uh, Carnage, is, he has powers. Like basically, the Joker. My, my biggest problem with the Joker is that Batman can fuck up and kill Joker anytime he wants to. Yeah, I'm not too sure why he hasn't yet. Pretty much, he preserves. He life. likes having a good villain, and maybe that's the reason why he keeps him around because they give each other purpose almost. But Spidey can't just kill Carnage. <laughs> yeah, it ain't gonna happen. It ain't gonna happen. Like, like Spidey has a problem killing Carnage. Like he can't just roll up and be like, "Yo, bro, like you, you gotta go." Like, nah. Like he has to like team up with people. Yeah, they gotta help him out. Maximum Carnage was one of the greatest storylines I feel in Spider-Man's career because it showed like, nah, you. There are things that you can't conquer right on your own. And like you said, he had to team up. He has to team up with Venom at some point. And mm-hmm. when somebody is so bad yeah. that your own villain's like, hey, look, dude, we need to shut this motherfucker down. Inside. That'd be like, I mean, Joker coming to Batman and be like, hey, bro, <laughs> look, all right, <laughs> this motherfucker Carnage, motherfucker, fuck that. Look, man, we, we, we got I like to, to kill that. motherfuckers in mass and shit, but this motherfucker, well, you I know, mean, that's like, I mean, how, uh, and I think they did a good job with, uh, like, Annihilus with Thanos. Yeah. Where it was like, look, 
I've killed half the universe with the snap of my fingers, but this motherfucker right here is crazy. (laughs) You know, I mean, I killed my mom. I killed most of my own people. Yeah. This motherfucker is crazy though. Seriously, no, seriously, and that's that's carnage in a nutshell. Yeah. Um, I I don't know what it was, but um, what was it I was reading where Annihilus had to team up to help because shit was like getting fucked up. Like, like Annihilus had to team up with someone, and someone shouted that out. Like, I was Annihilus helping out, and Annihilus is like, dude, like. This guy is as much a threat to me as he is to all of you. <laughs> oh, I, um, what was it? Was Maybe it, was, it, was, it, was it Infinity? No, Infinity. He was a bad guy. What Annihilus? Annihilus, because Infinity he took Hulk's power. Yeah, that's true. Infinity took Hulk's power, and he's the one that they killed in. Um, because remember Mephisto was helping Annihilus this is as true. well. This is was true. it Cancerverse? When uh, yeah, it was the Cancerverse. It was the Cancerverse. Okay, yeah, it was the Cancerverse. Yeah, because uh, you know he can't conquer the world and be the only thing if yeah, is. yeah, yeah. I like that. Like they were just asking him, like, wait, why are you helping? And he was like, uh, these guys are gonna kill everything, and what's the point of me conquering you guys yeah. if you're all dead? Yeah, because <laughs> when Thanos looks inside Niles' mind, basically, he finally gets a picture of what. Annihilus is truly looking for and Annihilus wants to be the only thing in existence yes. and everything else dead Yeah, and if he's dead he can't do that yeah. so, like he, he doesn't want to just be the only thing he wants to con- he wants to kill you like yeah. No, no one else can do this. <laughs> yeah, like, no one else lives. No one else can do this. Like, I, I don't want slaves. Do I don't want, you know, beings under me. Like, no. Once my concubines, once my army, I'm killing all of them, too. Yeah. Like, there's no... Nothing survives. Yeah. Like, I gotta, I gotta take you guys out. Yeah. So, um, anyways, uh, good shit. Uh, shout out to Carnage. Uh, speaking, let's keep it Spidey for a minute. Um, Amazing Spider-Man. Number... Goddamn, 11 already. Um... Um, what else can I say about this book that hasn't been said before? I honestly don't want Slot leaving this book. Like, and he's already posted on Twitter. He's not leaving this book until he dies. And I'm, I'm, I'm really fucking happy about that because this has been the best Spidey run I've ever read. And I've been reading Spidey pretty much my whole life. Um, the ideas that he does for Spider-Man... The, the stuff that he generates, the ideas, the way that he's making Spider-Man step up and be a real hero instead of just some local New York shit. Like, he's bouncing all over the world. He's in fucking space. <laughs> I mean, like, Peter Stark. Uh, I hate to say that, but I like it because I've always, I never understood why Spider-Man hasn't taken that next step. Where it's like, dude, you were an Avenger. Like, you need to step up and be even bigger. Because before he had this hot redhead that lived in New York. Distractions. 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 Shit, that's that's like a trophy. Distractions. You you saved the world that many times. Distraction. You a supermodel, motherfucker. You a nerd, Distraction. I go by the towel of uh, Professor Zoom. My favorite villain of all time, pretty much Professor Zoom. Who was a friend of the Flash and got fucked up because the Flash honestly couldn't save him in time. And he got superpowers out of it. And the Flash felt really bad. And Professor Zoom is like, that's okay, Flash. That's okay. You were distracted. <laughs> so I'm trying to make you a better hero. So I'm going to kill your girlfriend because you, you need no distractions. Oh, you have all these super villains. 
I'm gonna go kill them because you don't need to be distracted so that you I'm preventing you from having this happen again. Yeah. <laughs> and like Flash is like stopping him and like Zoom is like, what are you doing? How are you why are you stopping me? I'm making you better. Like, you should be thanking me. You don't have to worry about it no more. I'm just going to kill them. Yeah. The burden is mine. <laughs> yeah, and that was like, his, like, that was so twistedly perfect. Like, that was fucking crazy. Like, to me, I tell people, Zoom was the worst villain. Because he really was justified by what he did. Like, he was really like, I, I need this to happen. I'm making you better. Yeah. <laughs> and My so, entire goal is to make you... I mean, think about that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like, an insane concept. Like... No, why did I kill your family? To make you better. And like, no, seriously, <laughs> like, you don't have time to visit your family. I'm gonna go kill your mom and dad. Um, now you can just focus on being a superhero. And now you got, now he got, he had the Flash saving his villains' lives. Yeah. Because <laughs> Zoom was trying to kill them all. Straight murder. And like, they're Real like, quick. Flash, save me, save me. That's and like, funny. the Flash is saying, this, hey, I can't believe I'm saving your life. How many times have you tried to kill me? And now I gotta save you? Like, dude, like, and that was just a fucked up thing. But anyways, back to Spider-Man. Um, Dan Slot, you the man. Um, I'm ready for the next arc, though. This has been a whole thing with the Zodiac. Um, I'm ready for what's next. Um, it's, 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 it's still one of my favorite books. Top notch. Alright, very good. Um, we're gonna move into DC for a quick second. With, uh, Superman Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. And, um... Right now, basically, what they're going through is uh, Superman from New 52 Superman is dying. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, there's really not a lot to this book. I did, personally. I like the relationship between Wonder Woman and Superman. I know a lot of people aren't fans of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I liked it. I've always liked the idea of those two being together because it's power meets power. You know, in yeah. the sense of it, it's like... I, I mean, Superman, you can't even... Lois Lane, like, your entire dating setup of Lois Lane is the fact that you could save her ass. Like, I don't even think she would date Superman if he couldn't save her from doing stupid shit all the time. He's like, about, uh, she can't date a normal person. You know why? She died the first fucking week. Who, like, Lois Lane? Lois Lane. Oh. If Lois Lane would have dated, like, Joe from the bar down the street, <laughs> she would be dead because she would get herself killed in no fucking time. If Superman wasn't Lois. constantly looking out for her, She'd be dead as fuck because she gets herself in some stupid shit. Hashtag Team Lois. I I I am all about Lois. You know, I'm I, all about Lois. And I mean, I, I like the idea of him date, like seriously taking the Wonder Woman thing on. Wonder I don't Woman. like how they broke it off. Well, yeah, well, Wonder Woman boring. to me, Wonder Woman to me, wouldn't even be interested in Superman. To me, to okay. me, she wouldn't be interested in Superman. Superman's too much of a pussy for her. Like Superman's too much of a bitch. Like. I can see that happen. A lot of people say, oh, you're a Superman? She's like, ah, Clark. <laughs> like, the guy's too much of a Boy Scout. Like, the, she would not be attracted to him. See, and I think the way that they did it after a little while, because Superman, New 52 Superman, wasn't, he wasn't the Boy Scout little bitch. This is true. Right? That, that's, the, that's the only way their, their uh, relationship could work in a DCU is, in a, in a New 52 DCU, was that they had to make Superman tougher. Yeah. To me, that's not Superman, though. So that's why well, I'm see, like... And he wasn't, but he wasn't killing people. And that's the only thing I can give too. him. He wasn't killing people. He was just a little more 
like, you know, he was able to test a little bit more of his limits against people. Like, and I like a scene where basically he's in front of, like, Apollo. Mm-hmm. And Apollo, you know, is basically talking shit to him. Apollo the he, God? Yeah, okay. Apollo the God. You okay. know, because Zeus is down. Okay, yeah. Um, and, you know, Apollo's taking over right now. And Apollo's basically, you know, sun god. Yeah. Like, that's his power set. And, you know, they're talking shit like, look, dude, you're just an alien. You know, what the fuck are you going to do, right? Mm-hmm. And he goes and he fucking hits Superman with a fucking blast, right? Superman gets knocked back. And then Superman comes up on him and just knocks the shit out of him. It's like, you apparently, you know, for a god, you apparently don't know much. Right. I charge off super radia- solar radiation. Nice. You just gave me the biggest fucking boost ever. Right. Right? And basically punks him right in front of Wonder Woman. And Wonder Woman just, like, you could tell she totally she gets it. off. And she like, like No, this one, and the only reason I say it works is because, yeah, she wouldn't be with a normal man. Like, to me, she wouldn't be with a Batman. Well, she wouldn't be with normal, a Green so. Exactly. She, he's something different. Like, when you think about, it, like, you know, she's a goddess to a degree. Mm-hmm. He is an otherworldly god, almost. You know, and those are like, you are a being that is not from here that can step to a god. And that's so why I'm a god, though. Like, they just don't call him that. Yeah, but well, it's yeah. so clear he's a god. I mean, in the essence, he's an alien. There's a whole bunch he's of motherfuckers. Like, if you open up a bottle, there's a whole bunch of motherfuckers <laughs> like him. All right? There's a whole <laughs> bottle of Superman. Shout out all right? Shout out you know, um, but I get what you're saying. I don't know. To me, I just have a different take on Wonder Woman. Like, Wonder Woman, to me, wouldn't be attracted to, like, him. Like, she'd be like, nah. Like, she would want, like, a dude that would just, like, like a Hercules type motherfucker, even though Hercules raped their mom. Um, <laughs> 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 say, bro, some bad blood there, but bro. Similar shit like that. Similar stuff like that. Either way, I, I'm not on the Superman Wonder Woman bandwagon or the Superman Batman bandwagon because I know Trinity's coming. Well, so, Superman and Batman are star-crossed lovers. We all know that. Oh yeah, they're showing best in Midnight and Apollo. Midnight and Apollo. But all in all, I mean, I'm mainly connecting Superman, uh, the Superman books, just to watch how he dies. Just yeah. because they're killing him off again and they're making a new Superman. And I'm just kind of curious how they're going to do that. Shout out to you for doing that. You know. Um, <laughs> but, for the team. Oh, no. Keep I mean, it's not, a, it's not a fun book. Yeah. You know? Keep it moving at your one. All right. Next up, we got uh, Squadron Supreme. Love it. Um, this is another phenomenal book in Love the Squadron it. Supreme universe. Um, just fucking read this book. Like, yeah. I don't even want to talk to you about what the plot line is. Read this fucking book. This is issue number six now. Love it. Um, with the alternate cover. And they're, you know, diving into uh, kind of one of the next possibly on the list, which is Black Bolt, who was on the Illuminati team. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it, it just seems like it's going to get more interesting from here. Well, I found out that the next story arc is going to be called The Quest for Namor. So they're bringing Namor back, I'm assuming so. And shout out to... Oh, so they're looking for his head. Well... We'll just, they just want his head. They're like, fuck, we forgot. We left his head at the scene. Namor and we need was a trophy brought room. back, though. Namor has died and been brought back before in uh, Iron Fist book. But <laughs> I don't know how that was hella random. But yeah, he got brought back yeah, in Iron Fist. So I guess they could just do it again. Um, anyway, Squad Supreme is great. I think it's great is that the Nighthawk. I completely forgot that there already is a Nighthawk. <laughs> that was a good camera. Already a Nighthawk. Yeah, Kyle Richmond. Kyle Richmond. Uh, the Kyle Richmond Nighthawk shows up. And, and Kyle Richmond has powers. Because at night he gets super strength. Oh, yeah. Yes, he does. I completely forgot about yes, that. I should does. know about that because he's, he was rolling with the Defenders for years. Yes, he at is. At night he gets super strength, which is weird. But Nighthawk. 
At night, he gets the power of the hawk. Hawkman has super strength. Boom, it all ties together. Hawkman doesn't have super strength. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. Yes, he, does. he has inth metal that... Nah, never mind. The <laughs> inth metal, though, he's worn the inth metal long enough that his that inth metal has... Like, give him healing. Uh, Thank fuck you. It. Fuck it. So you know it's true. Fuck Hawkman. Fact. I will say fuck Hashtag Hawkman. Hashtag fact. Huh? No, no, I'm not denying it, but fuck Hawkman. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't even the same universe. I'm just throwing it in there. Fuck it. Yeah, no, it's all right. No, but yeah, it's kind of similar. Yes, I mean, very similar. I mean, and on the squad, it's a pretty nice Skylark. Which Hawks come much, out at night. God, how do I know that? Anyways. <laughs> Skylark is pretty much the Squadron Supreme Hawkman. Anyways, um, Squadron Supreme is a great book. It's pretty much Marvel's Justice League. I wouldn't be shocked if, if the MCU, they could be real dicks. And just be like, nigga, let's just do Squadron Supreme. <laughs> let's do Squadron Supreme and just have the Avengers whoop their ass. <laughs> they could just be straight dicks about it now. Like... Fuck it, dude. You guys want some? You guys want some of this? Let's do it. Yeah. So, but I'm a big fan of the Squadron book. I like how it seems like they're kind of losing their minds almost. Like, they go to Italy to rescue a bunch of people. And the girl's, like, narrating that they're going there. And she says, well, a lot of Italian cops got caught in a crossfire. But their lives, them dying was nothing compared to, like, how many people we saved. Yeah. Like, you could tell they're kind of like, they don't even know what they are right now. Because yeah. they're all about just saving lives. They don't care about how many people die at the same time. Yeah. No, it's a numbers game. Yeah. If we kill six, if six die accidentally and we save 600, it's a win. Right. Like, they have no remorse yeah. for it. They don't have they that don't whole, even you know, try. you can't kill one life, that whole Superman concept, well, I wouldn't give one life to save a thousand right. kind of thing. You know what I mean? And yeah. That's, you know, that's a little rough. It's it is a little rough. A little rough. Um, but as you can see from the cover, Dr. Spectrum, um... Oh, yeah, I had the variant cover. No, yeah, the variant. No, it's all good. I just wanted to show that. But uh, Dr. Spectrum, um... She was from the uh, the Justice Justice League, the Avengers book, where basically she was from another world and it got destroyed, but Black Bolt saved her. I have a question for you: Since when has Toro been an Inhuman? Toro, because huh. Toro, if y'all don't know, Human Torch had a Robin, the original yeah. Human Torch, Heck, yeah. uh, Hammond. He had a little Robin. His name was Toro. And he was pretty much like a baby human torch. Yeah. And he shows up in this book with the king of the Inhumans. Which I'm concerned because I'm like, I thought he was running a bar. But <laughs> I thought like it was an episode of Bar Rescue with Squadron Supreme. But anyways. Um, I'm like, when did he become an Inhuman? So he, he, he's an Inhuman now. And he's handling this Inhuman business. And that's fine. I have no problem with that. But I was just kind of confused on that. I was like, when did Toro become an Inhuman? Um, I don't know. Uh, no. He was a mutant. And now Inhumans are popular. Ah, okay, okay. So they made him an Inhuman to keep okay. him out of the hands of Fox. Okay, okay, okay. Man, yeah. well. You're like, oh, look, Fox is going to steal it. Call him an Inhuman. Call him but he was, a, he was a mutant to start. Because so. uh, I'm like, I read a lot of books, and I'm like, whoa, I don't remember that part. Like, So I was trying to dig back. I was doing some digging, and I couldn't find it. So I was just like, when did it become an Inhuman? Anyways, Squadron Supreme, pick it up. It's a great book. 
Great book, definitely. Go ahead, keep it going. All right, um, you know, here's another quick one. Okay. Uh, Sinestro. Yawn. Don't buy it. <laughs> All right. That it? That's, right. that's it for that one. Next one. This is before. Oh, we, got, we got two of these. Bam, Justice, Justice League, League number 49. This is one of DC's best books right now. This is one of the only books I really give a shit about because the Dark Seed War or Dark Side War is interesting. It is, but me. I'm kind of like, okay, when is this going to end? <laughs> when everybody's <laughs> dead. No, it's coming. Oh, the next like, issue is the conclusion. Yeah, I know the next issue is the conclusion. I'm, I'm waiting for it because I'm like, God damn, we're issue part nine, nigga? Like, I'm like, fuck. Well, see, but- I miss when books used to actually flesh out stories. And I have no problem with that. But 10 issues? Yeah, that's fine. To okay. me, see, that's, to me, that's fine. Okay. I mean, it has been interesting, so I can't complain about that. It has been great. This has been epic. I just wish this was like a... I feel like this should have been bigger than it is. Oh. I feel like this should have been like oh. some... Somebody wants to talk about sheep. So, I can I can help out with this. Um, sheep. This book has like 30 sheep in it, but there's one super black sheep, and that's Darkseed. Darkseed died. And then he passed on his sheep powers of godly type sheep powers to other sheep. And then made the sheep Superman, sheep uh, Batman. They are all now god sheep. And then those god sheep are now trying to find another super sheep who's a multiversal sheep named Sheep Mobius. And Sheep Mobius, right? That's about right. Uh, uh, all sheep. Uh, yeah. He said talk about sheep. I was you know, trying to help out, man. I want to for anybody who's listening in. We do a live commentary uh-huh. as well so people can commentate. And somebody said, this isn't sheep and want to talk about sheep. So, you know, I was trying to break this down. And, you know, sheep. Uh, edging? He's, edg- he said oh, edging. Oh, yeah, that's gross. No, oh, that's gross, man. I've heard that before. I listen to Howard Stern and shit, too. So that's that means he's jacking it. Oh, God. Um, yeah, <laughs> this is gross. So I'm going to stop talking about sheep. Um, yeah. We're done with sheep. Oh, I'm glad to help you get there, all right? Congrats to you. You, you, you need help, but that's all right. Thank you for watching. So, yeah, the Justice League book. <laughs> Hit that follow button. Um, yeah, please do. Um, it'll be Sunday. Um, yeah. um, Justice League book, I'm excited for. I mean, I like it. I don't know where we're going from here because. I think they're just going to end it. Huh? I think just gonna end well, it. Well, no, I know because it. I'm saying that um, you know, what's his name's gonna write it now? Um, Brian Hitch is gonna write it now. I think he has some really big shoes to fill because this has been great so far, and I don't think it's gonna get any better. Yeah, I think it's hard to make it better here because you got they went epic with it. Yeah. Like this felt like its own Final Crisis, Infinite Crisis in its own mm-hmm. book. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, and I, agree. I I enjoyed it. Yeah, same here. Um, let's keep it DC. DC it is. Moment of silence, please. This is the last Batman from our star-studded team of Snyder. Not Zack Snyder. Not Zack Snyder, no. Scott Snyder. This Batman doesn't kill people. Yes, this is true. And Greg Capullo, uh, epic run. Probably one of the best Batman runs ever. Not even probably. It's definitely like... Some of the best shit ever. Yeah. Um, I'm sad to see it go, but I'm glad. Even though it's not really going, because Scott Snyder's going to do All-Star Batman. Mm-hmm. And he's going to get a little more liberty. And Yeah, he's going to get more liberty, and he's going to have different artists do it. The first artist he's going to do it is J.R.J.R. Uh, I think that's a horrible choice. Because <laughs> I like J.R.J.R., but he... I don't like how his characters are very blocky. Oh, blocky. You could tell that they're like 
like, like you could tell, like you know, when, par- when people draw characters, they do the boxes, squares, the squares. That's how like all his characters are. They all have fists. They're all designed around the L seven template. Yes, yeah, good way <laughs> of putting that. Um, either way, uh, thank you, Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo. Greg Capullo's off to go do. Um, he's doing something with Mark Millar right now. Okay, so a screenplay. Yeah, then I said it. Yeah, yeah, because I said it once. I said it again. Mark Millar doesn't do comic books anymore. He does screenplays. He does. He does. Um, yeah, those. Um, so yeah, uh, top notch stuff. Um, this was definitely this and Justice League is definitely the best yeah. stuff DC's putting out. And it felt like one of those. Say goodbye issues too. Yeah, even though Batman's not going, I mean Batman's not going anywhere. But you can tell it's like the writers are like, "Hey, look, it's just time to call it done." Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. And um, that was pretty good. Yeah, good stuff. It was pretty good. Um, Next up, we have Old Man Logan. Mm -hmm. Um, At first, I didn't know where this book was going. Um, They've kind of moved into now a more traditional. Logan storyline mm-hmm. uh, is more traditional Wolverine where he's kind of off on his own. Yeah, he goes up to Storm and basically is like, "Hey, look, I got some shit to do." And unlike the past, where she's like, "Hey, look," where they're like, "No, you can't go, you can't go." She's like, "Hey, look, that's fine." But you know, if you can stay in contact, he's like, "Well, you know, I can't." You know, you guys could do. Or he's like, "Look, you know, I don't necessarily need you guys for this." He's like, "No, that's not it." We might need you. Right, exactly. And, you know, then he goes off onto his own. He goes back up, you know, north up to, uh, you know, the high north outside of Canada, or, you know, Canada, borders, whatever. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's classic Wolverine, you know, just kind of trying to go discover himself, find people he knew before, and things of that nature. And it's it feels like it's turning into its own book versus, you know, an explanation book about why the fuck he's here. Which took um, way too long, if you ask me. Yeah, doing the book with like each character, like I'm gonna have a meet Hulk, I'm gonna have a meet Steve Rogers, I'm gonna have a meet. No, no, no. I think that just doing Wolverine stories, uh, classic Wolverine, giving us that old feel of that you know man who's lost and trying to f- tame the beast within kind of feel is better. Yeah. Um, this book has definitely taken a better turn. Agreed. Um, it's easy in 8 out of 3, and uh, I enjoy it. An 8 out of 3? 8 out of 10. <laughs> Sorry, I, re- I said 8 out of 3, and I looked at the comments in the little comment window at the same time. Dude said, I'm ready for E3. And so I read the 3 in my head and said it out loud. Oh, man. Okay. 8 out of 3, man. I got some fucked up, uh, it's, you know, it's fucked up fractions, all right? It's all good. It's all good. Um, hey, I'm know, ready to hear, read more stories of Old Man Logan doing Old Man Logan shit. Um, I like the character. I think it's a different and interesting take. It's a very ballsy move of Marvel to do this. Because Wolverine was that nigga for a good... He had a good 25-year run, I say. Yeah, but I think of at the being same... being that nigga. I think at the same time, putting him... Making him old mm-hmm. kind of gives them a little more flexibility in the movie slot. Because... You now could put a girl, because of all-new Wolverine, you could put a female casting uh-huh. for the Wolverine role in the movie. Which I think where they're right? going, I'm hearing Which. rumors, I'm hearing whispers, and you hear me, you know, that's why I say I got, I got people out there. I'm hearing whispers that the third Wolverine movie is probably going to be Death of Wolverine. Which I think it makes sense. You know, Hugh Jackman's getting older, mm-hmm. you know, and I mean, he's done a great job with the role, but I he can see He doesn't want to do it no more. Yeah. 
I could see them moving him out, and I could see Marvel trying to pick up with X-23, because technically, X-23 isn't as much a mutant as she is a clone. And you might be able to get by on that technicality with Laura. Or, if they're trying to combine, hey, look, we can have Laura in there, and you could do Old Man Wolverine appearances. You know, and you can put a different actor in there. Now, here's the thing. This is what I've been thinking. I'm like, so who to play? Who to play X twenty three? So I made a good point. He said, "How about the chick from Orphan Black?" Oh God, I love that show. I'm not up on Orphan Black, but really? I'm hearing I'm not up on it, bro. Oh, you fucking up. And you know, I've been fucking not up. The only person to tell me you that. fucking up. You're not the only person nah, to tell nah. me that. No, no. There's like thirty more. You you fucking up. You fucking up. You fucking up. You fucking up. That is one of the best shows. The girl who does that That's is such a right good now. actress. Uh, Tatiana oh Maslany or whatever she is. Dude, if you watch that show, you'll be fucking mind blown. Someone's telling me, yo, she will be a dope um, X-23. I don't know about a dope X-23. Girl can act her ass off, though. And you're fucking up. 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 You're fucking well, up. also, they but can play up on the twin thing. She, she can act... Uh, what twin thing? Oh, nah, but that's a new storyline. You can't. That's, I mean, that's down the road. I mean, but, I can see them do that for her movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. That's mm-hmm. just a thought. That's, that's, a, that's a reach for that part, but okay. they haven't shown her do much in the action role. Oh, I what you did in Over Black. Huh? I've never seen Over Black, so oh, I'm like. Because you fucking up. <laughs> but uh, um, besides man. the fact, let's not tell you Brent Thundra's over, man. You fucking up. I can watch it. It's on yeah. fucking um. It's on uh, it's Amazon a, Prime. It's a BBC show. Yeah, but you got a person. It's a BBC. It's, oh wait, no, you can watch season one through three on Amazon Prime for free, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, because my dad was asking me how to watch it, I was like, "You got to buy it on Amazon Prime, man. It's like twenty four dollars for the season for the new season because he's up on it because oh, okay. he ain't fucking up." Because <laughs> we told him, and he started watching. It. He was like, "Holy shit!" Okay, it, I'm great show. it better be good. Or next week, I'm going to be pissed. Nah, bro, it's one of the best shows on TV. Okay. You, you'll watch it. Trust me. Mm. Watch the first season. Mm. You will be like, what the fuck? And believe me, the role that she plays is... She does the damn it, thing. It's, she does the damn thing of multiple people, which is what's crazy. And you never... Like, she plays... And you get it right out of the gate. She plays clones yeah. of herself. Yeah. You will genuinely believe they're different fucking people. That's and even exactly. though you know... She's the one playing all them. Mm-hmm. You will genuinely believe these two fucking people. Like it's hard. You can't suspend disbelief on the motherfucker. You'd be like, no, that's no, no, it's not her. And you end up with favorite clones. You'd be like, nah, I like that bitch. She badass. <laughs> it's just the same fucking person. Like what the fuck? No, I'm with you 100. Yeah, you. I'm just up. trying to think who else could play X23. Um, so from uh, what's it called? Um, and this is the one who uh, I always thought it would end up being uh, Summer Gallo. She's too old now. Yeah, it's been a while, huh? She's too old now. I, I want to really say like... Summer Cloud too, but we said that when X twenty three first came. That was like yeah. ten plus years ago. Yeah, I, I keep forgetting. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah like, was a long motherfucking time she ago. She got wrinkles and shit now, so yeah. it's like I don't know. Either way, um, yeah. I'm, but if you clone like her, clone her, and make a little version of her, she'd be all right. Speaking of, since we're on some X Men shit, um, I'm hearing that Dazzler is gonna be Taylor Swift. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. Now, there's two things to that. Number one, it makes sense because people don't know Dazzler in the Marvel Universe, she's like the world's greatest singer. (laughs) Like the world's most popular singer. She was popular disco, then currently popular, most popular. No, Ultimate, she was popular rock star, and Mm -hmm. 616, she's a popular pop singer. Yeah. Yeah, so like... 
So that makes sense that they go that route. They're, they can even almost give her a movie. It's like I can see Fox doing that. I'm not saying I'm for it. But let's keep it real. It's gonna make it will make did, a shit ton of money. Did, did you see the uh, little throwback thing that they did and they caught already in the previews for oh. the new movie? Um, they pull out a uh, record. Oh yeah, in 1989. Yeah. And what's her name? Well, Dazzler's record. Yeah. But they're in 1989, and Taylor Swift's album, most recent album, was apparently called ah. 1989. Nice. See, that's so, what I'm saying. They, they might have dropped a little Easter egg with that. If they go that route, I'm not against it because A, I see Taylor Swift going that way. I can see her trying yeah, to get smart. in as acting. B, it's going to make a shit ton of money. Yeah. And they don't do enough with poor Taylor. I mean, they don't do enough with like, um, what's it called? Not Taylor Swift, but a Dazzler. Dazzler. And C, they, they need something to compete with these niggas. Because yeah. X-Men ain't doing, X-Men ain't even doing Batman versus Superman numbers. X-Men didn't even do Ant-Man numbers. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, they got to do something. I see Fox doing that. Do I recommend it? No. But I, I'm not. I see it happening. And if it does, good for them. And I'm glad that they're finally going back to costumes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like getting finally. out of just black leather. Like that's, Finally. I think that's going to sell. That's going to put another like $100 million in this movie. I mean, alone. we're out of the Matrix era. You don't need to rock leather. We're, we we're out of the Matrix era. Like, no, seriously, right. like that's the whole reason why they went that whole route because oh, leather is cool, right. <laughs> so let's just roll with leather on that. So, um, um next is um, one of my favorite books coming out, um, Jordan. the Fantastic Five. Uh, I mean, the Ultimates. Damn, he said he called it what it is. It is a new, I, I mean, it's a new Fantastic Four, and it's a better version. I want someone to compete with me and try to convince me. <laughs> That this is not just the Fantastic Four, but with more interesting characters and more interesting powers. And that's not a shot to the Fantastic Four, but Fantastic Four just comes from an era that just isn't around anymore. Well, and not only that, but, you know, they're also uh, movie-wise owned by Fox. So. Well, that, well uh, whispers. Yeah. I'm hearing Well, whispers. I mean, you gotta think, after three unsuccessful movies at the box office, you've got to... Throw it away. With how much money Deadpool has made, which with the with it now being out on um, digital and coming on DVD, and going up, we're it's gonna pass a billion. Oh, they're you know they're even getting the new 4K Blu-ray. Yeah, Blu-ray. I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. Uh, I was, I looked at a 4K Blu-ray player. I was like, nope. <laughs> My TVs all do 4K, so I will be streaming that. Remember the Blu-rays? Remember when the Blu-rays were hella money? Wow. And then the PS3 came out, and then people stopped buying Blu-rays. Hell they, were, they were like, dude, I can get a PS3 and a Blu-ray, and it's cheaper than a Blu-ray player? Like, like are you trying to dig out a fucking... Right here, man. Yeah. And we got the fat one too. That's how you know it's back in the day. Oh yeah, it's dusty. That's because of all my TVs do 4K. I don't need that shit now. And I got a thirty dollars oh, player. He got the yeah. Spider Man logo PS3. Yep. My nigga had to dig it in the crates. Yeah. He pulled it out like it was an old ass comic. This nigga pulled it out like it was an old ass record player. Hey, I got a white 360, man. I don't give a fuck. All right. I'm oh, fucking crazy. My man said he got two. Though. Yeah, I got two. So do I. I think about it. I got two of them mm-hmm. too. Like, yeah. Well, the other one's broken in the closet. So that's what I'm saying. One uh, broke, uh, and so I had to buy the skinny one. So yeah. like, I got a okay. black and a white Xbox 360. Though <laughs> you know the white Xbox 360 red wow. ring like a motherfucker, right? Wow. The red and the black one works still. 
I heard they officially stopped making Xbox 360 games yeah. like last week. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, they're still making Xbox 360 games? No, like, they just officially stopped. <laughs> they just they stopped making more of them. Okay. Yeah, I got a home. Nah, I think they were still making like Madden and some sports games for it. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, I got a homeboy who was like, was like, yeah, man, I'm on that new Madden. I was like, oh, I got an Xbox One. Maybe I'll, you know, fuck with it with you. He was like, oh, well, now I'm on a 360. I was like, nigga, yeah. step your game up. Step your video game playing game up, bro. I was like, bro. Save up a few hundred bro. bucks. Bro. Make it happen. Make it happen. No. Um. Anyways, Ultimates is... What else can Ultimates I say? It's godlike. It is godlike. It's Galactus-like. It's Galactus-like. Um, this last issue was actually really interesting because they're... They did... They're reorganizing the cosmic structure in the universe because... They've gone away from the multiverse mm-hmm. um, in terms of the uh, galactic being. So now where, you know, the in- eternity used to be the eternity for a single universe, and there were, like, multiple eternities, there was, there's now an omniversal, eternity is now omniversal. Right. Eternity is now uh, encompasses all universes, the whole multiverse in right. one, and... That being, you know, with the time rewrite, technically also empowered Galactus, who considers Eternity his brother. So you see a huge power step up from Galactus, who is now technically complete as the life bringer. And he's, Mm -hmm. like, greater than order and chaos. Which is true, and and I'm I'm, I'm glad because I'm a big Galactus fan. Um, Galactus will forever and ever be that dude. Um, Gallon of Ta, for those of you who this don't is know. True. His crib is the size of a solar system and attracts planets That's in its gravitational pull. It's for him to eat. And uh, <laughs> Nah, he don't eat those planets. He don't eat them anymore. Nah, those are emergency reserves. Those are emergency. Yeah, right. those are those are the nightcaps. <laughs> those are in case some shit. <laughs> Breaking case of <laughs> But um um I'm I'm glad because anything that gives attention to Galactus, I'm all there for it. Um I'm really feeling it. I'm starting to see that Galactus is like the secret sixth member of the team. They've been really focusing a lot on him. You can tell Al Ewing, who's writing this book, who um he does other books, which I wish I can um like as much as this one. But you can tell with this one, he's actually having fun. Hmm. Yeah, and, he's having fun. Yeah. I mean, it's and I think he is a secret sixth member of the team because he was on the front first issue. Yeah. And, and he's been yeah. on the, almost all their covers so about far. It. How are they going to lose if you got this motherfucker on your back? I'm like, damn, son. I wouldn't want to fight this. What side is he on on the Civil War? Like, yep. I'm on the side of a Galactus is on. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a good book. 10 um, out of 10. Usually 10 out of 10. Yeah. Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. I'm glad this book is still going, bro. Yeah, I I'm am glad. too. You know what I'm saying? Give me for all people who don't who talk about, you know, support black characters. You ain't supporting this cute little sister. I don't know what's wrong with you. Um, it's a fun book. It's Great. a book that you can get kids in on reading. She's she does all the things that most black characters aren't allowed to do in books. She's intelligent. <gasps> she's intelligent. <gasps> Fucking smart. <laughs> and she's the main character. <gasps> she is successful. <gasps> and she actually, you know, she's actually like a fun character. Hold up, man. You can't be doing that, man. She's, you, you she's can't. I'm waiting for her to die because <laughs> because that's just what they do with black characters her age and shit. Well, I'm telling you, most black Make characters... Make America great again. Back in the day, <laughs> back when people say that to me, like, whenever I see whenever I see Trump supporters be like, make America great again, I'm like, the white people leaving? Yeah. No offense. <laughs> Damn. T. 
Hey, but for real though, I mean, I know Native Americans feel that way. <laughs> They're like, hey, you know this country was amazing before y'all motherfuckers showed up. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't want to go on a political kick, but I hate when people say make America great again. The word again scares me. Because I'm like, what are you talking about? In the 80s? In the crack era? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? The, the Jim Crow era? Like, but that was before you knew crack was bad. That it was, was great. great. <laughs> <laughs> the word again right. scares oh, me. Oh, man, I'm tired. <laughs> Woo! I'm yeah, not. Oh, I'm great again. Like, shit, all right. But anyways, I'm glad this book is still pushing. Nah, no, um, what issue book. is this? Fuck. This is issue number six. Fuck. Like, yeah, and it's going strong. It's still going. Yeah. People are pushing for it, man. And it's like, I'm strong. all for it. Marvel seems to still keep it going. It's um, good. I think. I mean, personally, I can see her uh, it getting a cartoon or a little Disney movie to go along with it. And it would be on. fun. I can see that going on at um, the local comic book store. I used to work in a comic book store. That's why I met this motherfucker. But uh, I used to work at a comic book store, and when I'm at that comic book store, I feel bad because my old employee days kick in. Motherfuckers think I work for our comic shop. <laughs> I don't work there. It's just we just break in after hours and do. I had not just do podcasts every now and then. Actually, but, I think uh, they're open still. So. Yeah, they're there. Motherfuckers keep looking at us. <laughs> but um, it's crazy because um, you know, I, I, one day a, a few months ago, I saw this guy. Who had brought his kid in, his little daughter in. You could tell she really wanted to be interested in books, but he didn't know where to start. And, of course, the employees here, no offense to them, they didn't really know. They were just like, well, we can give a Superman, we can give a Spider-Man. They, Superman kills people, by the way. Yeah, he, snap, she snap, he snaps. Don't movies. see the movies. Yeah, yeah. Not, <laughs> but, um, so I recommended, I just said, yo, dude, I can recommend a book for you. Uh, I recommended that book to him. I didn't see if he bought it or not. I was just like, look, man, let her look through this. She might feel it. Two months later, uh, I came in to get my books, and he and he came back in with his daughter, and he walked up to me and shook my hand and was like, yo, she loves this book. Thank you for the recommendation. I'm like, you see, that's what I'm talking about. It's like each one teach one. You know what I'm saying? Well, this is the book that if I had a little sister or a little daughter, which you have one that's growing I up. I do. She's only uh, she's only six months now. Right. But she, but she has every older. issue. Right. <laughs> See? And, you know, these are back issues for her. She will so enjoy So when it. she gets older, hopefully it's still around. If she gets older and it's oh. still doing its thing. It'll be required reading for her to yeah, get. Yeah, you know, she can still go back and read those. You want to read Next Epic Superman, you're reading Moon Girl Devil Dinosaur first, <laughs> all right? I'm all about it. On Lego Avengers game, I just got uh, Devil Dinosaur, so I'm excited. Nice. <laughs> Dinosaurs on the fucking uh, Lego Avengers game. That's dope. That's amazing. That's dope. I so, still have yet. To, I have it, but I've yet to play it. Uh, it's fucking fun. Um, especially if you're into superheroics, it's still the best open world superhero game ever. The le- and the Lego movies, uh, Lego superhero movies, are mm-hmm. fucking cool as shit. They're fucking. I good. enjoy those. I mean, I I've, I've got all. Yeah, I think <laughs> it's funny that WB makes these book, these movies, these games. Oh, yeah. Dude, WB makes the games. And um, the movies. And the movies. And for some reason, like, their animation, their Lego stuff. Like, it's like, dude, you guys hit on so many fronts, mm-hmm. but I can't see why you missed it in the movies. Yeah. And live Not action great. movies. Live action movies. No, but yeah, but the Lego stuff is funny because they got to have some kind of pact, some kind of shit in their contract saying, we get to still do Marvel stuff too. Because <laughs> WB, I mean, WB bought Lego. No. They bought, like, they own Lego. So, they were thinking, yeah, we're just going to have you guys just do that. We're going to have you guys just do the DC stuff. That guy was like, no. <laughs> we're not missing out on that on that Disney's money. We're, we're not going to miss out on that. So, 
Anyways, um, Deb, uh, if you have kids, or you just want a book that's fun, that's not tied into anything, yeah. Moon Girl and Devin Donnie. It definitely so stands on its own. It's, and that's it's great. good. I, I've liked it since issue one. Yeah. And like I said, my, my daughter's got all the issues in her little keepsake box that's now. That's good, so. man. That's good. That's <laughs> when good. she gets older, she'll have those. Um, I want to go to a book that next, and this is my last recommendation. Um, are you? Dude. I don't even know if you're reading this. Dude, you know, it's really fucked up. I have... 35, because that's issue 36, right? Yeah. I have 35 issues of that digital, because I had a digital sale uh-huh. on that book, and I just have yet to dive into it. I've heard so many good things about it over time. This is top three. Saga. Saga for from Image. Um, What else? What can I say about this book? People keep asking me, what the fuck is Saga? And I say it every single time. Saga is pretty much... What if you took Star Wars and Lord of the Rings, sprinkle some Harry Potter, hmm. and throw in some super heroics for good measure, and said, what if we, ma- we, we threw this all into a bowl and threw some alcohol in it? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Made it for adults. You know what I'm saying? And that's pretty much what Saga is. It's pretty much... Sci-fi superheroic fantasy, all with like it has like sex, murder, drugs, all types of shit. Damn, it's like pretty much everything that we love made for adults, hmm. and it's fucking fantastic. I don't want to get too much in the story without it, without spoiling it, but pretty much there was a war, and these two people were on two sides of the war. And they fell in love and had a baby, and now they're public enemy number one because these two races are not supposed to combine. They're two different alien races, and they combined and had a baby. And pretty much it's the story of the baby growing up. One of the cool things is that the baby went in this universe, each baby is given a babysitter, pretty much. And the babysitter is a fucking ghost. (laughs) So the ghost is attached to the baby. So when you die in this universe, you float around, you wait for a baby to get born. And the ba- and when the baby is born, you get chosen to be the protector. And the crazy thing is, is that ghosts in this universe, so there's like go it's like horror shit in it too. Because they like they, they have this cute little baby. In this universe, when you die, your ghost form is how your body was when you died. So this girl, this little girl, there's like a teenage girl, alien girl, was severed from her waist down. Oh. And so this baby has this ghost following it with it is severed from the waist. So its guts are hanging out. And it's this cute little alien with guts hanging out of it. Oh, and it's cold. the protector of the baby. And like when the, every time the baby's in trouble, the ghost can transform into some shit. That's cold shit. It's fucking amazing. Um, what else can I say about this? There's just characters that are in this great. One of my favorite characters on it is a cat. This guy who's a, a mercenary who was hired to find the people who was running with the baby. He has a companion that's a giant cat. And his name is Lion Cat. Lion Cat doesn't do anything. Lion Cat is just a cat. There's a giant cat. Okay. But... He has one pers- one purpose. Every time someone is lying, the cat just says, lying. <laughs> nice. So 
this dude is trying to holler at a chick, you know, he's trying to spit game. And he'll say, yeah, my thing is this long. And the cat will be like, lying. <laughs> and the cat feels bad because the cat can't help it. <laughs> that's, that's the cat's only purpose. Call him out. It's just, it can't do anything but say lying. So, like, this, this book is amazing and I can't help but promote it. 20 out of 20. If you're not reading Saka, <coughs> go ahead and pick that one up. All right, very good. Um, I will be reading that. Yes. Uh, probably during some downtime at work next week. Um, this right here, Three Devils Number Two by uh, IDW. Oh, Publishing. is that a black dude in the background? That is a brother in the black background mm-hmm. and a uh, female, and they are wow. both the two lead characters. Wow. Um, this is easily my book of the week. Um, I picked up issue number one uh, a month ago, and I loved it. Um, I thought it had a very interesting premise. Essentially, the brother is some sort of kind of a... He's like a voodoo-type zombie. And they kind of go over his origin in this book. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's rooted more in the bayou, kind of like slavery times. They're in the, you know, western time, you know, when, you know, racism is a little there still. Mm -hmm. Or not a little there. It's a lot there. Yeah. And they touch touch and deal on it. And then the uh, girl is a gypsy who watches her family get killed by a vampire. And, you know, they don't really know. She kind of knows what he is, but doesn't really know what he is. So, you know, they're trying to. She wants vengeance. Mm-hmm. And um, he, you know, he's like, look, I'm a zombie. And I've never <laughs> felt anything until I met you. And, you know, when I fed. And, you know, they go over. You kind of see her here. She's grown. But in between the last book and this book. She goes from being like a young kid Mm -hmm. to being an adult. And he's like, you know, for whatever reason, I feel I need to protect you. Right. You know, but other than that, I don't feel any, you know, any kind of, you know, feelings towards anything. She's like, well, what about the woman who turned you into this thing? Mm -hmm. And he's like, I don't, I told you I don't feel anything. Like, I I really don't care. Right. You know what I mean? You think that he'd hate her Mm -hmm. because, you know, this zombie thing and he wants to be normal Mm -hmm. and be able to die. Mm -hmm. He found out, you know, he can't die out of certain means. Right. So... It's an interesting book. Like I'm saying, it plays a much, very much on the period of time. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a fun, it's a good, it's a page turner. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I don't find I find myself going through a lot of books and kind of reflecting on the story, and then maybe turning back. And this book, I literally sat there and was like, page. That's good. We read every page like once or twice. That's good. And, you know, like a couple times, mm-hmm. and going back to the next page. And I, Three Devils number two. Um, this is book number two, so it should be pretty easy to go back and find book number one at your local comic shop. Mm-hmm. I would definitely say read this book if you haven't already. Um, it's definitely my book out of the ring, uh, book of the week. It's I wouldn't give it a twenty out of ten yet because you know I mean right. like anybody they could fuck it up. But yeah. as it's going right now, it did get better from book one to book two, and I thought book one was amazing. So. Easy 10 out of 10, IDW Publishing, great job. I will be, uh, I will definitely be picking up more of your stuff, because if it's anything like this, great. And to have a female lead character and a black lead character, good stuff with the diversity, that's very solid stuff, especially in this day and age where Mm -hmm. most people complain about it. Pick up this book if you're going to complain about it. You know, we, we, a few weeks ago we were talking about that um, to that guy, that Jeff guy that we follow, Jeff of Thorns. Um, yeah. He made a good point. He said, if people, you know, Hollywood follows the money. It's like, if you want to see more diversity, then support the diverse books. Yep. It's that simple. If you don't support it, then 
Yeah, they're you know? gone. And a wise per- and someone was telling me he was like, "Oh, well, you know, Marvel made Marvel made a, a gamble with with uh, with the uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy." And I said, um, "You know what? You're right. They did, but Guardians did like 40, 50 issues, bro. Like it, yeah, got canceled, but people were reading it. Like it spun out of annihilation. Like they gave Storm a solo book. It didn't even last twelve issues." It's like it's stuff like that. You get what I'm saying? And mm. don't just the support the diverse characters. Support the diverse creators. I'm trying to help you guys out. You know what I'm saying? Like you want to see more? Vote with your money, not yep. on Twitter. Amen. Sweet. Amen. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that's all the books, and uh, that's pretty much the show for today. Another two and a half hour show. Was it? That's, that's yeah. That's it. We started. Oh, we started kind of a little bit late. It's all good. Um, a few minutes here and there. But mm-hmm. uh, thank you for tuning in to episode number eighteen Damn. of uh, Where's My Super Suit. We will be back next Sunday at uh, six p.m. Yes. Unless for some crazy reason, uh, my fiance and uh, her mother take me like longer on Mother's Day for some reason. Uh, and, oh yeah, next week is Mother's yeah, Day. next weekend is Mother's Day, and you know now I got a baby, so I got to oh, you got to handle it. It'll be extra nice, <laughs> extra nice. Normally she just gets gifts and shit, but now you know gifts. <laughs> but now she's like an actual baby. mother. Yeah, man, so. and, you know I love my little baby. So, yeah, I bet. Uh, mama get whatever she wants. <laughs> All right, but uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next Sunday. Um, these episodes will be up on uh, SoundCloud, on iTunes, on Stitcher, and if you go to www.supershootshow.com, uh, that is the YouTube channel where you can rewatch the episode live. The other channels will be audio only. Yes. So uh, live shows and audio. Go out there, check it out, hit subscribe, hit follow, Let like people it, know. do all that shit. Let ho- people know. Holler at your boys. Yeah. You know, um, we do get a lot of people who watch it later because I know right now it's Game of Thrones and shit like yeah. that. Too, so it's yeah. hard. We can't compete yet with Game of nah. Thrones. You know what I'm saying? I mean, nah. if it was like Batman vs Superman night, we could compete. But you know, <laughs> but uh, you know, Game of Thrones. Uh, nah, we ain't competing with that. Nah. I, I'm I'm realistic. But thanks for tuning in, and we're out. Yeah, and remember, when the world gets you down, just go find your super suit, man. Yep. Just, that's it. We I out. like that. Peace.